And welcome back to episode 51 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by crew for crew. I'm Big Keith, one of your hosts. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host here, Big Joey. Hey, that's me. And then this week, we have a special guest, Big Trond. Hello. How are we doing, boys? And, so, and, so and Big Matt, right? Maybe. Coming later? Possibly, possibly. Uh, usually he comes first, but I mean, I, sometimes he might come later. Yeah. Uh, so, so only this, when you're only when you're doing that reach around, buddy. Uh, yeah. So so this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is a special episode for us. We got a big Tron here that I met out in Crew Falls a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, I guess a month ago now, and uh, he sent us a little care package. So this might be the second ever. What's in the box on unpaid and underrated? So do you want us to go ahead and dive right in? Or are they different boxes? Yeah. Or are they the same box? What um, are we doing? Th- well, um, every box has at least one item that's the same. Okay. And then, and then, then a personalized item for each of you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think we can go ahead and jump into that. And and you know what's in the box or what's in the. Uh, I mean, Sorry. I think I did send some of it through uh, Amazon, so it probably did come in a box. Yeah. But originally, it was supposed to be Ooh. my package <laughs> that I sent to you. And mm-hmm. uh, and Joey, I know with you being in Canada, my mom is from uh, northern uh, Minnesota. And she's got family up in Canada, so I did. I did ask her about um, how to send packages mm-hmm. to uh, to Canada, and she did tell me always, always, always double wrap your package. Yes, actually, so, uh, you, so, you quadrupled so I, I, it. I, I double quadruple wrap my package <laughs> when sending it to Canada. Double wrap your package, as Mom says, and uh, <laughs> so that's what I did. So now the friction right. doesn't affect that at all, or anything like 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 we were told is use. <laughs> So, yeah, so mine, yeah I, I think. Yep. So mine, mine, has, I, mine has two chicken bakes in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those are possibly. <laughs> so, so mine, mine, mine did come in a sack. So it was a box with a sack in it. So I'm un, I'm unboxing Tron's sack right now. Excellent. He, he had a little bow around his sack that I'm unwrapping. Yeah, as it said, it sits uh, on my yep. lap. Mine came in one, two, three actual pieces of bubble wrap. So mine's oh, almost all oh, wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost already unwrapped because I yes. knew I wouldn't have time to undo that all. Yes. So we got some. All right. All right. I'm let Joe Eller. So I got a. Uh, you ready? Okay, I'm gonna do the the black one first. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, so Joey, that one's a separate to you. So go okay. ahead, open that one up. All right. So this is. A lot of leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, we can't say that this went over the border, but I am excited. Oh, do you know how much I was going to ask you about this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's why we double wrapped it. We wanted oh, to make it. Nice. And with the gel packs. Yep. So I have things. here the Macanudo Crew Royale. Hey, there you go. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's going to get smoked right after a deadlift <laughs> session tomorrow. Nice. My man. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. I, I didn't want to have to make you wait all the way till lift hard, live, live easy. That's, I would, uh, I would earn that. I would deserve shading, but yeah. also thank you for this little, this little, um, that we, I usually use Bovito packs, but this looks like it's a little more effective. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. going to throw that right Those, in the humidor with it. Yep. And that, that should be a 70%, um, I think they're glycol gel pellets. Mm-hmm. So when that when they dry out, just add distilled water back up to the line, and, th- and then they'll they're they're good for about a year, maybe two years, and then you got to replace them. But but yeah, yeah. hey, 
my Bovino pack ran out in my humidor, so that's pretty exciting. Well, perfect timing. Oh, it smells just like a cigar. Little little yeah. fishy, <laughs> little peppery. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. No. Thank you. You are welcome, sir. All right. So go ahead, Keith. I've got some blue light blocking glasses. I believe the yes. uh, the cool the cool kids call these blue blockers, if I recall. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, you see, Keith, um, the other package that's in there um that that Joey also has mm-hmm. and and Big Nate also has um is something that we'll talk about in a second. But these are for you because they are orange lenses. That do see yeah. so you can you can you can tint the world orange at your convenience. <laughs> ah, so, I got it, I got it. Whenever yeah. you want to glaze the world orange, <laughs> you you throw those I on. I didn't catch it at first because it was kind of dark in here. So yeah. Yep. I seem to also have orange lenses. You do, sir. And and Keith, you you can uh, pull out the other set that you right. have. Nice, nice. Colors there. And uh, and so so this set, I was was the one I originally bought for you guys. Um, and then I and then I read that these are so powerful. Oh wow! You are only supposed to wear oh, them sure. for thirty minutes a day. Okay. Because because these are these are uh, whatever uh, color therapy lenses or something like that. They align your chakras and and uh, get your crystals all out of whack in the well, house or something. How did you know my chakras were unaligned? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> and and so what's funny is the uh, the orange color specifically, and there should be a little card in there. Um, yes. expands creativity and enthusiasm. So whenever you're feeling a little bit negative or feeling, uh, you know, a little bit uh, down or uh, not not inspired, you guys should be able to throw these on and, uh, you know, just paint the world orange and, and get inspired and enthusiastic. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I've actually been throwing them on every now and then. And they're actually quite fun. Outstanding. Keith, I, I grabbed a picture of all of us nice. wearing those, so I'll, I'll send that off to you. These these are dramatically more orange. Like, if I had to put a ratio yes. on, like, the first pair, the, the, the Blue Blocker brand were, like, a 20% orange. These are, like, an 80% orange. That's these crazy. I, I, orange. I, yeah. So let's go at 8, yeah. 8, 845. At 915, we have to take these off, or we, or we might take Well, them. I'm picking mine off now. No, no, yeah. no, no. Actually, actually, the orange is actually excellent for getting you set for sleep because it does block all the blue light. Mm-hmm. So you. it mimics a sunset. So, uh, you know, if you ever listen to any of the Anthony Huberman's podcast and all that kind of stuff, where he talks about the importance of, uh, seeing the sun and all that jazz, uh, for, uh, I might wear these on my drive home stuff. every day. Like, well, on days yeah. I was actually like, I don't know if. Well, I could... that's 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 what the blue blockers are for. Okay, okay. Because that those you can throw on in the car, and they, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you you can throw those on and wear those all day, and they're fine. Gotcha. These, I will say, if you if you do wear them for like an hour, it does mess with your eyes when you take them off. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm like I have like a 15 minute drive home, so. Uh, oh, but yeah, no, I could wear perfect, these. Then. These are these are sick, and they're they're yeah. they're very neat. I, I dig it. I, I did get Big Nate a uh, pair as well, and uh, I sent those to him. And so that was, uh, you know, for when he's doing all his orange glaze, uh, mm-hmm. you know, site maintenance. <laughs> so, uh, maybe he could, so you know, uh, watch watch some movies <laughs> uh, with the orange glaze himself, and maybe 
maybe we can all start gaining a perspective on Keith's perspective of uh, of all the movies. And and I don't know, maybe it maybe it turns Will Ferrell into a into a demon or something. But, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't I haven't uh, tried it out yet. Oh yeah, I wonder what happens if you watch Elf with these on. <laughs> now, like I kind of knew what was in there. Um, yep. Because Nate posted a picture in our group chat. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my package arrived. And I kind of like, I was like, I opened it and went, oh no, and scrolled really quick. Yeah, and I was like, same. I was like, you fucked to the surprise. <laughs> yeah, I did. And so like, I kind of knew that there was a glasses in there, but I had no mm-hmm. clue what else was going on. So uh, big up to Nate. <laughs> <laughs> but I know he was pretty excited. He said he's going to add his, uh, his reaction to post. It's big Nate here to unbox Big Tron's package. Today we have a package from Big Tron. I'll let you listen. Okay, we're gonna take our first attempt at emptying Tron's package. Yeah, I, I actually am into the circadian rhythm stuff. I have a happy light that yep. we call it in the house for those. Sites. Oh, nice, yeah. Those uh, those those days we don't get a chance to go outside because it's too rainy or snowy or something like that. So, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll I'll throw that on for everybody in the house. My wife hates it, yeah. but so, yeah. <laughs> so very 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 rarely do you use that in Canada then, because I'm, I'm assuming it's polar opposite of South Dakota where. You know, it's just sunshine and rainbows like every day. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, are, they are very south of you. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always say it's lovely Scottish weather around here a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have to take these off. They are hurting me, but I yes. love them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good drive home glasses. Yeah, I dig them. Absolutely. Oh, wow. It is so different when you take them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it wow. messes with you. It oh, really wow. does. Yeah, I got to be careful wearing those. My, that would actually probably give my wife like vertigo, make her pass out or something for, for real. <laughs> yeah, them on for more than a minute. Uh, all right, boys. Well, that was a pretty awesome segment. That, like I said, I think that was the thanks second so much. Ever, uh, what's in the uh, sack? Oh, what's in the welcome. box? What's in the can, etc. Oh, uh, what, uh, segueing into what is in the can. So uh, this week all I've right. got this is my second week in a row of having something new. So I've got the Trader Joe's. Uh, what do you got? Raspberry lime. It's actually pretty good. Uh, 
just popped it open a little bit ago, and I'm a fan. Hey, fun story. I got a Trader Joe's, too, because nice. somebody drove to New York this week. Whoa. And, and, yeah. and also, and whoever was in New York told me that he was near Rochester. And then so, I was like, well, where at? And then you were like 90 minutes away. I was like, yeah, well. I hit an exit and it said like <laughs> Rochester this direction. I was like, oh, Keith, I'm near you. But I guess I just didn't pay attention to the yeah. sign that said how far Rochester yeah. was. Rochester, 90 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've got the um, the rhubarb and strawberry soda sparkling beverage. Uh, I also, of course, picked up my favorite energy drinks while I was across there. I picked up um, Liquid Death because obviously I'm going to pick up Liquid Death whenever I'm across the border. Uh, but I also got some really special Jägermeisters. So up here in Canada, we have Jägermeister and we have Jägermeister Cold Brew. And I walked into the liquor store and I was like, you know what? I wanted to get some of the little bottles of Jäger. Um, and it turns out that they didn't have it, but I was able to get something called Manifest and Hot Ginger. Never heard of those in my life. So I bought them on the spot, not even thinking oh. I couldn't get them back across the border. But we tried those this week. Not great. Not great. Not as good as the yeah, okay. Not as good as the original, but cheers to my American drinks. Mm-hmm. What about did you, you? Did you get those? Did you get those at the uh the knickknack store Costco, or did you get mm-hmm. those? So the closest knickknack store was thirty minutes from Trader Joe's. We couldn't couldn't make oh, it work. You said Trader Joe's, sorry, yeah. yeah, couldn't make it work. Oh, I wanted yeah. to go get a chicken bake, no. but no. What do you got? What are you drinking over there? Far. I've got. Well, I've got, of course, an assortment. <laughs> oh, he's got the uh, the sleeve in my in my in my cooler tube. Nice. Yep. And uh, let's see, what do I got here? What do I going to start with? Well, I got to start with the old standby, best flavor made. That would be the uh, LaCroix Beach Plum. Beach Plum, right? Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. It's a newer flavor that they have, and it's it's just delightful. Nice. I can't, uh, can't say enough good things about it. And, uh, and uh, life hack, uh, the store Menards is based out of wisconsin Lacroix is also based out of wisconsin so if you go to menards they have 15 packs of Lacroix for the same price as 12 packs of Lacroix at other stores there you go exclusive menards uh opportunity there no you, you do save big at menards. Gonna, yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this uh, of course the cooler tube is excellent because it not only will keep your beverages cold it'll keep them piping hot so i'm gonna go ahead and Put my piping hot Lacroix into my uh, my silly goose uh, koozie and uh, and keep that nice and warm uh, as I'm spending the night out in the shed here. So I love that koozie, but what a fight that is for every empty oh. can! <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that until you mentioned it last week, and I went to go take my can out at the end of the episode to go to like to go throw it away and go to bed, and I was like, ah, oh, that's that's staying there till tomorrow. I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> like you got to jam with that. You gotta jam your finger in a little hole to yep. like loosen it at the yep. bottom and then squeeze the top yep. like like Arnold like well, uh that's the next I, uh, I, YouTube content that I want to see Tanner do. It's like a, t- a, a short tutorial <laughs> on how to how to properly remove the can in like under yeah. two seconds safely. And, yeah. But like I, you use the same video as like removing an inzer knee sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to like 
You have to put the the the, the grocery bag inside the, the, the jacuzzi <laughs> first to help pull out the can. Those baby powdering or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just pretend there. every time I'm taking a can out that it's a it's a grip strength event. Oh, there yeah, you go. and uh, you know, and I'm ripping it out, and so you know, it's uh, it's like the the two inch hub or whatever, uh, you <laughs> know, grip training thing, and so, so yeah, so then you know, you've got to you've got to drink more so you can get both hands equally trained. Yeah, you know, even out. You don't you don't want to be asymmetrically trained. That's that's just going to be a, a bad bad time. Yeah, I think I'm going to just start uh, referring to these as the ins and knee sleeves of drink koozies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is excellent. <laughs> that, and and I'll do it now, and then next week Tanner will steal it from me, put it on oh, the yeah. main podcast, and then it'll become canon. Yeah, <laughs> Massonomics original idea. <laughs> Well, Tron, uh, what what are you wearing, buddy? I, I see a nice big jacket. Okay. I'm assuming that's because you're outside in your cold shed. I'm, I'm, but... I'm outside, yep. and and this is something that I would I would. It, it's not massonomics, the the jacket, but I do have massonomics underneath, so I will yep. remove the jacket and and display everything else. But um, this is a velour tracksuit, <laughs> and nice. uh, it, it's it's made by a company called Sweatsito. And I, I would love to see a uh, you know a, uh, a collaboration of Massonomics and Sweatsito, but I received this as a Christmas gift from a, a family friend uh, one year, and he's been giving this gift out to one family member per year, uh, <laughs> and because uh, him and all his high school buddies, uh, they all got them, and and they're they're just delightful. Uh, but what I'm wearing right now is of course uh, the long sleeve. You know, uh, hardly working pocket tee. Um, it's, you know, I, I, this is my most recent purchase and I felt so bad and just so stupid at the, uh, the, uh, crew falls December to remember event when I was having to babysit a jacket <laughs> all night and I, I didn't have any massonomics jackets that were clean that day. Um, so never again will, will, uh, will I allow that to happen. So I picked up a couple of a uh, couple of Massonomics coats, and then also uh, never go too far without my handy Massonomics uh, fanny pack. That thing is uh, it, it's it's just the Swiss Army knife of uh, men's apparel. I wear mine every day. Yep. Like the other day, I was like, "Okay, I really only need my keys and wallet." And then I opened up my fanny pack and was like, oh, that's actually all that's in here. So I should just bring the fanny pack. Like I had that <laughs> yep. internal struggle where I didn't want to bring the fanny pack, but like, why not? Like, what am I going to do? Carry stuff like a chump? Yeah. I guess I'm an, I, I'm just a cargo pants guy. And like I have been for the last like 15 years, probably. So that makes like, sense. Well, they, they're, they're <laughs> functional. Like, uh, I, at work, I have to have tools with me, like random tools in my pockets at all times anyway. So, and then I've got to the point that like my wallet got too big. I haven't sat on my wallet in like, like 10, 15 years. My it's wallet so bad goes for in, you. My wallet goes in my left front cargo pocket. My cell phone goes in my cell phone pocket and then like AirPods and maybe a mask or something. If I'm still, you know, you know, go in my right cargo pocket. Cause I, I, even though we're not, I'm not necessarily wearing masks, uh, like mandatory, but if I'm going into someone's sick apartment, I'm putting my mask on. Or if I'm going into a stinky apartment to do work, I'm putting a mask on. Like, how do your pants so, stay up with all that shit in them? They wear a belt. That's really it's the same amount of shit that would be in your pockets no matter what. You like, could just have a fanny pack and skip the whole belt and have your yeah, pants. I'll wear a fanny pack at work. That'll work. That'll that'll go out. That'll be well. That'll be uh, 
It'll be Rise Approved at my job. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's my company name. Yeah, I don't think they would. Uh, I can get away with a lot of stuff, but I don't know. If Not very OSHA. Uh, I mean, that would, dude. It is. It, do, do you guys ever wear carpenter pants and like those fucking things catch on the doorknob? Like as a kid, it's the worst. It's the freaking worst. No, I wear kilts and, and five inch shorts and and. and uh, spandex jeans because everything else just falls apart but in addition to my cargo pants i also wear bench heavy t-shirts like i am tonight one of my favorites nice nice oh yeah i got the lift hard be kind i got the mitch hooper oh shirt on because you know let's get him on the podcast i yeah i think it's just hard for i've spoken to both him and tanner and it's just hard for them to to line up their schedules sure well and and you know, I, I kind of like, I used to watch all the uh, World Songs Man competitions back when they were like on ESPN 2 at 2 o'clock in the morning and all yeah, that sort of stuff. And like, you know, Magnus for Magnuson was was my hero, you know, in high school. Uh, but for whatever reason, like I never watched this last one. And so all of a sudden this Mitch Hooper starts popping up. And I'm like, I really like this guy. Like, but who is this? And then lo and behold, yeah, World Strongest Man. I was like, man, this guy, he seems pretty genuine. He seems like. Yep. a pretty cool guy. Yeah, from what cool. I can see, but obviously everything is curated, yeah. right? So absolutely, yeah. I ran into him by accident. Um, just started talking to him about how him and I chatted on Instagram. He kind of remembered who I was based on that. So, like, you know, yeah, I was at the Arnold when I that was the first time I'd ever seen him because Steve was big. Steve uh, guest from last week said something like, "You know, yep. you're gonna like this guy. He's Canadian and he's probably gonna win." And you know, at the end of the when he won that final event, he stood at the top of that ramp and he cracked a beer and he cheered Canada. And it was just like, yeah, okay. I might like him. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Okay. So Keith, you want to chat about this week's YouTube video? Cause I haven't had a chance to watch. I mean, we always talk about it. All. There's only so much, uh, it was a, uh, if anyone hasn't watched, I'm sure everyone's, most people should have seen it by now, but it's Tanner doing a, a vlog style of his deadlift. So just kind of driving from his house to the gym, his workout, and then kind of uh, leaving the parking lot. Uh, my favorite part of the video was at the end where he just kept uh, doing catchphrases of like the t-shirt logos and shit and just like anything that they've ever said over the last like eight years uh, as like his sign off. And then like you could tell like it like cut it cut away a couple times and then like you could see like he had to like stop and then like record again like as he thought of something else so i thought that was pretty funny but uh yeah i think he made a reference like oh this is like the sam sulik type of vlog and i'm like well not really it's more like a Mass Comics that, 2015 yeah. vlog because we used to do this shit <laughs> in like like 10 years ago but uh it was enjoyable if you haven't watched it yet go go, go uh yep. go watch it boys yeah i i like joey uh have have not watched it uh, i got busy at work today and last couple of days um and so haven't had a chance, but yeah, when you were describing it, that was the first thing I thought was like, oh, so Tanner's trying to uh, mimic the uh, Sam Sulik uh, phenomenon of uh, of followers. And so uh, he's going to copy his uh, his formula of a uh, video. So hard, hard to do. Not a bad idea. No, not but, a bad idea. But Sam, make it work. Sam has quads, right? So mm-hmm. that that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but but would he would he with camo lift shorts on that's the that's the real question <laughs> yeah according to cody not <laughs> only one way to uh, find out yeah send him some camo shorts yep uh we had uh, a quick thing i guess when we were doing our predictions uh damager had asked us 
if I would get a deadlift bar this year. And it's funny that he said that because then somebody was like, okay, but did he order it this year or last year? Mm-hmm. I actually ordered it on New Year's Eve. So, so I, sure. yeah, I boned, okay. I boned your prediction damager by, mm-hmm. by less than probably four hours. I think it was like 8, 8, 8 p.m. when I ordered it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and and we say that the crew doesn't have any assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a Texas deadlift bar coming. Um, I didn't I forgot to write in the comments that Massonomics sent me, but oh. it was New Year's. <laughs> no, I, I I do got a question for you, Joey, with uh I, I will say shipping to you, that was an ordeal. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's a goddamn menace, is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I I had no idea how much how many like I literally got a phone call from UPS uh, while I was out hiking on I think it was the must have been the 23rd 22nd or 23rd because I had not put the full invoice in the in the UPS slip Mm -hmm. or something Um, I think I put it inside the package and not the outside slip or something so that was my my fault but literally got Got a call on a mountain in well, not a mountain, a hill in the Black Hills, and uh, and I was like, "Are you are you guys serious? Like, it like I I put the value of of what the package is, and it was thirty U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. So this is not like this this ginormous, um, like luxury gift being sold. But my question to you is, if you were to come down to the states and buy buy a Texas Power Bar across the border how much more work is that for you to take it back across the border like do you have to pay taxes at the border for it do you have to like like how how does that how does that work so there are rules obviously about what you can declare crossing the border uh they will track um and that's it's it's the more i go the more i'm kind of learning this um if you cross same day so like when i went to new york two days ago I kept detailed receipts. And when we're coming back into Canada, they say anything to declare. And they ask you the typical, where'd you go? Where do you live? How long were you gone? What did you buy? And I was like $358 worth of, you know, miscellaneous pantry safe groceries and alcohol. How much alcohol, sir? Uh, Three containers equaling roughly two liters. I'm sorry. Was that liquor or beer? Uh, it's all liquor and he, they type it in. Um, but technically at any point they could say you owe us this much to bring it back. Because when you're, when you haven't been over for 24 hours, you actually have no right to bring anything back. If I go for more than 24 hours, I have $400 worth per person in my vehicle. Adult or person? Person. Like- that I can bring back. So I could claim $400 in children's clothes for each of my children. And so if I was to just drive across the border and I've thought about it, just get shit delivered to Keith and come pick it up. Like it's a three hour drive. I do once a quarter. Fine. Who cares? Right. Sure. But like the shipping on the Texas deadlift bar was a hundred dollars. And that doesn't include any customs or anything like that. Uh, But I don't think they're shipping fast enough to get me customs. I think they're shipping ground. And when you ship ground, you don't usually pay customs, but it also just like, it's, it is, it's a damn menace. Like I paid 
$30 in shipping for deadlift till I'm dead shirts, and then an additional $30 in customs fees. But I can order $200 worth of supplements from Ghost. It'll show up in two days, and I don't pay a thing. And Massonomics will ship me $100 worth of t-shirts and stickers and koozies. It'll take two and a half fucking weeks. I don't pay a thing. So I don't know. Sometimes it's just... I think person to person also... I, I haven't looked at the manifest. I don't know if you put Cigar on there. Uh, that I, could, I didn't. No, that I was didn't. smart. I said, I, yeah, I said you got two sunglasses. Sunglasses, candles is usually how you want to hide cigars in shipping okay, like that yes, across the border. Yes. Uh, but that probably would have caused a few problems as well. Cause right. Yep. Any, any controlled yep. substance like that. So yeah, yep. shipping to me is not great. And you know, I got somebody trying to send me something right now and I'm like, okay, good luck. <laughs> but if you ship like ground or slow or anything like that, it's usually a little better, but you went UPS oh, okay. because they're a courier yep. and they're not postage. Um, I think they have a few sure. more rules that they, that they were. And they're and yeah, they're bothering you over the manifest, but it's because they don't want to charge yeah. near you, right? They want to right. make sure that everything yeah. is covered. Yeah. But it's a menace. And they, and they didn't want to open up, they didn't want to open up three layers of packaging yeah. to uh to, to inspect what it was. So yeah. uh, they just want to know, which I'm glad they didn't, because yeah. then yeah, that candle would have yeah. made it. Yeah, you'd have lost no. that one. Well, that's that's I was also like backup plan was like uh I, I don't know what I was gonna do drive to Canada and then ship it within within borders or something. I, I don't know. It was, but no, I, I saw it got delivered. So I was like, all right, it yep. should be good. And then I sat on it. Didn't even open it. Mm-hmm. Neat. Excellent. Okay. Uh, what is IG maintenance? You got so a, was, you got I was an kind announcement? of so, no, 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 no. So I had some, uh, a fair amount of downtime over the last week or so where I was just fucking around on my phone. And uh, I've been, on my personal account, I've been purging fucking people that I follow left and right. But that's not really where I was going with this. That was just like kind of it got me in the mindset of like just trying to clean up my follow list and my follower list a little bit. So on our Instagram, the unpaid and underrated one, like I was trying to go through a lot of them and like just make sure we're following crew back because like we get a lot of random follows that are just like not crew. So trying to figure out decipher who's crew and who isn't has been kind of a challenge because especially if there's only like if you only have two mutuals, I'm like, are you crew or are you a crew's buddy that just likes our memes or something? So I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to waste a follow back on you and like know if it's just like what do you mean waste a follow back. Just no, fucking because, follow people. <laughs> no, well, because it was funny because like big, big hot when he was starting the orange glaze, he didn't he, he just assumed everyone that we followed back crew so he was making highlight reels for people that followed that we followed that weren't crew at all and i just found that to be so like i don't know i just i would per i would like when we're on that page to be like 95 percent crew and then just like a couple of random people like not a shit ton of random people because i would just ruin the feed but anyway i when i threw up the whole who wants to be on the podcast this week or this year let me know yes or no or whatever and i had like 10 people that I didn't recognize. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And so I like, I literally like copy and pasted the same text to like 20 people of like, are, are you crew or something to that extent? And then like, you know, verified if they were or weren't. It was funny because I did get some responses. And I'm like, it's like, no, but I've, I've been thinking about doing it. I'm, I'm one, one was like Tommy's high school buddy or something. And he was just like, <laughs> was randomly following the podcast. He's like, he's like, I'm, you know, I really support the company. I just, I just haven't dived into crew. Maybe 2024 is the year. And then just like the random conversations I had with like a dozen people uh, over a couple of days as I was trying to 
basically build up the Google Sheets backlog of who who I want to have on the podcast just because I want to I don't want to go into the year and only have like 10 people because I literally had like I was down to like 10 people that I was going to ask. So I got that build up to like 50 now. So we're damn near good for the whole year, uh, thankfully. So I just thought that was funny that I had to like literally DM people to ask if they were crew and got mixed results on some of them. There's actually there's a few people that I randomly followed because uh, like you posted like, oh, upcoming and I didn't know any of those names, mm-hmm. so I had to follow a bunch of them. Yes. And then I was like, oh, I know you. But, like, I didn't know their Instagram. I only knew them from mm-hmm. Discord. And, That's... you know, that that was pretty funny. And then some of them know me already, but for some reason never followed me already. So I know it's funny that I joke every week that I'm like, if you're listening, you're already following me. Apparently, that's just not true. <laughs> no, it's not. And, and yeah, I was I'm being I, a cynical jerk. <laughs> and there were a few that I found that weren't following us either. I was going through because everyone if anyone saw on the on the crew cast, I kind of like deep dove all the way back to the first like when we first started it because I want I kind of want part of me wanted to to literally just scroll through it and look for regular names that comment a lot that have been that that like i haven't thought to put on the list of, of who i want to be a guest and then so a few people i reached out to i was like it was hard very hard to find them on instagram and then when i did we weren't following each other and i don't know it was just it was a very unique couple of days of trying to sort out who crew was and try to add some more crew to the list and get all that squared away but uh yeah that was just it was fun even steve said yes uh yesterday or two days ago he was like i have so many follows <laughs> since being on the podcast good and i was like this is the crew effect yeah and it it it's why I always you know harp on people like put your damn Instagram in your Discord profile. It's so easy, and we'll be all be able to network so much better. So when we actually meet each other in person, it's not awkward because you've been friends on Instagram for a year. Yeah. All right, uh, let's rate last week's episode with Huck Finn. Uh, full disclosure: I haven't listened to half of it yet. I got through um, uh, Huck just describing uh, what Lamplighters is. Yeah. And they're talking about the Arnold, I think, is when I finally I, one of those those either go in that order or the opposite order. Um, but like I said, all of my driving has been with children in the car and you are not a listening to Huck Finn with children in your car or b listening to anything that you're required to listen to with children mm-hmm. in your car. The first thing I did is I put it on because I had about about 15 minutes of silence driving back from New York. And I was like, oh, oh, OK, they're asleep or distracted. I'm going to put on Massonomics. And as soon as it started, my my son goes, Daddy, they're talking about your podcast. What are they talking mm-hmm, about? And I was like, mm-hmm, lick mm-hmm. anything else right now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, so five, uh, five Massonomics gym Gemma. iPod touches. There you go. I was waiting for you to say JD Powers nice. or something. What about um, you, Trond? What do you think of, of, of what you've heard? Yes, yes. I, I, I did listen to it. And, and okay. as always... You know, uh, Hawk Finn's, uh, he's always a fun listen, man. Uh, he seems like he'd be a pretty fun guy to hang out with. Um, I myself drink uh, quite a bit of Miller Lite. And uh, so I, I think we'd probably get along a little bit. But uh, but yeah, no, um, did like the story about his dad's record of drinking. What was it? 24. Was, it was it a case or was it 30? Uh, it, was it, was 24 a, PV? it was a case 20, before 24, noon 24. or something. Yeah, yeah starting yeah, at 8 a.m. Case, case uh, yeah, a case from from 8 a.m. to to noon a case of a pbr uh that's that's uh that's something so, i've drinking uh, 24 beers in my uh, life in like a day <laughs> let alone I've, fucking six hours i've i've done it i also fell down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> this is back in my yeah, 20s no. i've i've done it it's oh, not yeah. great. no 
No. So, okay. so of course, uh, you know, five massonomics, uh, podcast or, uh, iPod touches. There you go. <laughs> never, we'll never get it right. I, no. I'm the one that coined it and I yeah. never get it right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't have actual iPod touches there, right? Oh, they do. Was, they they had they had nanos, right? Or did they have they had classic? Oh, like the classic I think iPod, the one iPods, dial right? Even. I think that some of them are the. I think they have a plethora. The, the of dial them. one. Yeah, I would right, think like it's the, mostly the dial, which is the OG. Right, and so wasn't the iPod Touch? Wasn't that like the first iteration right after the um, the iPhone came out? Yep. And was wasn't the iPod Touch the the full screen touch screen? Yep, iPod just, or just something. Poking all kinds of holes in our our bit here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we might actually have to change it. We'll have to get Tanner to confirm. So so Tanner, we need we, we need a picture of all the iPods there, and whichever one's the most <laughs> dominant one is what we'll end up naming renaming the segment, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go ahead and dive right in on mine. Uh, I've been a, a loyal Huck fan, follower, and listener for years. Uh, I'm probably one of the few guys that are you know in crew that have listened to every single podcast that he's done on let's get stupid so to me it was like it all kinds of mixed together especially this week because he huck does let's get stupid and he does his own podcast uh huck fan barbell show which you know is very sporadic but when it does come out uh they usually like record the night before and put it out the very next day so both the huck's podcast came out before the massonomics podcast so i already listened to him on two separate podcasts over the course of like three or four days talk about his experience on the podcast before i even heard him on massonomics podcast and then I listened to the Massonomics podcast like, I don't know, like four or five days ago, like Sunday night. So it's like I'm drawing a blank on even half, like deciphering what he said on Massonomics podcast versus like all the shit I heard on the other two. So uh, nonetheless, it's, you know, the boys are always good. So five iPod touches from this guy. And Big Tron, do you have any kind of sponsor read for uh, our, our friends over at Massonomics you'd like to do for us? Well, f- funny you should ask, Big Keith. Uh, I do. Um and actually, you know, I, I I thought about writing my own original uh, sponsor read, ad read, and and then I thought about it was, you know, this is this is a podcast for crew by crew, so why not let crew uh, speak uh, speak of and describe massonomics? And so uh, this one is going to be back before both of your guys's time, I believe. Uh, what I did was I went in the, the the way 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 back machine, hearkening back to a time before Discord. Uh, well, before really anything other than Apple iTunes and podcast reviews. So I went all the way back to episode 104, and that was aired on uh, April 2nd, 2018, for a uh, five star Apple podcast review for Massonomics. The title of the review is, Can You Afford Not to Listen? Massonomics gives you all the information you need to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Also, they talk about lifting heavy things and pooping. It's a mostly decent podcast. I started listening a couple months ago and have since received a promotion at work and added multiples of pounds to all my lifts. Coincidentally, my dog has not listened to the podcast and last Monday was diagnosed with cancer. (laughs) Additionally, my wife also not a Massonomics listener, was diagnosed with diabetes on Tuesday. Yet here I sit, a week later, cancer and diabetes free. I'm not saying listening to Massonomics prevents diabetes and cancer, but I'm also not saying it doesn't. It may be too late for my family, but that is no reason to put yours at risk. (laughs) Hit subscribe, leave a five-star review, and force your family, friends, and pets 
to listen to the podcast with you. It's for their own good. Life doesn't offer the opportunity to be a hero every day. Will you squander yours? As for me, I'm heading over to the massonomics.com slash shop to purchase my wife a flex flask. Proper hydration. It's only one of the many weapons we'll be using with our upcoming war with diabetes. And what about the dog, you ask? I think he'll be just fine. You see, we're currently listening to today's podcast as we sit at home on the couch while he recovers from his morning surgery, which was a massive success. And that was left by uh, Nintendotron. Uh, I know that guy. Yeah, back in April. So, yeah. That's I don't cool know. Stuff. It feels like he was, he, he was trying a little hard on that one. That's that's classic. And that was those 2018, you said, huh? That's 2018. Good. It was very long and worth it. The uh, yes, too late for you my know what? family. You know what? You know what's <laughs> funny, Joey? That's exactly what Tanner said before he read it on the podcast. In the 104. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> he said this one's this one's really long, but it's worth it. So there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's a lot of innuendo jokes uh, from Tyler and uh, and Tommy. No, there's, uh, but, yeah. there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of upcoming comments that are going to uh, stem from that what we just heard. Um, but I think we mm-hmm. got to go ahead and kick all these looky loos off and see if we can get our guest on the horn. Good idea. Uh, and then we can dive right in with that. So uh, let's see. Everyone's kicked out. Yep, he's got everyone kicked out. So uh, Big Tron, is that you, buddy? That is. Well, welcome to the it Unpaid is. and Underrated Podcast. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So as we just all found right. out. You've been uh, a loyal guy back since 2018 and before. So, you know, is how did you find Massonomics prior to that? How 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 long have you been listening before you left that novel of a re- uh, review? <laughs> well, all right. Well, there, there's there's two stories to answer that question. Uh, the first story is when did I first hear about Massonomics? Second story is when did I first start actually listening? Mm. And the first the first story. Uh, well, when I first heard about it uh, was, and I don't remember the year, um, so it was prior to 2018. Yep. Um, but I was at a classmate of mine, uh, her her wedding, and so it was back home, and so there was a lot of a lot of us all all there. Where is um, home? Just where is home? The home home is Aberdeen, South Dakota. Got it. Okay. You know, uh, yep, northeast western South Dakota. So or no. Western Northeast South. Um, and so it was, it was at the, the Ram Coda. Um, <laughs> and uh, so anybody that had the misfortune of staying there uh, for Jack and Ginger easy. did. Uh, yeah. Poor Jack guy. And Ginger was there. Uh, I, I, I don't think they've cleaned the, the sheets since, <laughs> since that wedding. <laughs> but um, uh, so this was right around the time that Tanner was doing all of the, uh, the South Dakota State Fair Strongest Man competitions. Okay. And um, so we were at the reception. We were at the wedding dance. Uh, I was with a bunch of my friends and we've been drinking already a little bit. And Tanner came in the back door over by the bar for the wedding uh, reception and, and immediately was mobbed by a bunch of fanboys. And and there was a commotion in the back there. And, and I was looking back there and I was wondering like, what the heck's going on back there. And uh, uh, Tanner's older sister, Starla, was in my class in high school. Well, I mean, in my class since first grade. Um, and so I was sitting at the table with Starla and we were talking. And she goes, oh, Tanner just got back. He just won South Dakota's Strongest Man. I think it was for the third time. Uh, and she's like, 
Yeah, I'll like uh, I'll, I'll go talk to him later, but I won't be able to wade through all the fanboys to get to him. So <laughs> I'll let him bask in his glory and 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 all that. And uh, and and I was like, oh, he's doing strong, man. That's really cool. That's you know, that's awesome. And uh, he wanted how many times? And all that. We had the whole conversation, and all that. And Starla was talking, and she said, you know, uh, she's like, I, I am really proud of him. You know, that like it, he, he is he is doing really great. Uh, you should go say hi to him, Tron. It'd mean a lot to him if you went and talked to him, chatted him up a little bit. Him and Darren always, you know, loved you in high school. So so I did. I, I wandered over there after a little while after the crowd kind of subsided around the celebrity uh, of Tanner. Um, and sidled up to him and was chatting with him. And and we got to talking about, you know, what we're doing these days. And and uh, somehow the uh, we got talking about like, oh, our, our, you know, Tanner asked me if I was still lifting. And I was like, yeah, at the time I was doing a uh, five, three, one, uh, Jim Wendler's, uh, uh, program. And I said, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of five, three, one right now. And you know, things are going pretty good and just kind of got started back up again. I really like it. And he's like, Oh, you listen to any podcasts? And I said, yeah, you know, I listened to uh, Jim McDee's you know, PowerCast and Tanner at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love that. I've actually talked to Jim McDee. He's a great guy. Like, yeah, well, like, uh, I've met him or talked to him on the phone and all that just good stuff. Uh, great guy. He's like, yeah, no, me and a couple other guys, we actually started our own podcast and, uh, Jim McDee was really helpful, uh, you know, kind of showing us the ropes and explaining what, how to set things up and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, you should totally listen to it. You know, it's called Massonomics. And I said, oh yeah, sure. Sure. I'll, I'll download that there right away. Yeah. 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 You, you, you got a podcast. That sounds great. Uh, you know, sure you do. Uh, I bet it's, I bet it's really neat. Uh, and, uh, and, and walked away and never, Never uh, looked into it again. Of course. Uh, yep. So so fast forward to uh, 2018, um, and the uh, the Jim McDee podcast hasn't hasn't been posted for I think it was going on like three four weeks or something like that. And I was trying to figure out what what the heck's going on. So I started googling and found a Reddit post in uh, I think it was uh, powerlifting subreddit or something, and it was uh, you know massonomics. Uh, breaks the news powercast is officially over so then i hopped on my my podcast downloader and and uh looked up this massonomics and found the episode and i think it was uh episode 90 let's see i got it written down here episode 95 and uh so i downloaded that episode started listening and got the got the uh the info that the powercast was officially over and as I'm listening, I'm just thinking, man, these guys sound like they could be local or something. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> and and I listened to about half the podcast and turned it off and had to go walk the dog, uh, you know, the one that got cancer. Um, and uh, came back a couple of days later and was listening to the rest of the podcast. And I just kept going, man, these guys have to be like in Minnesota or North Dakota or something. Like this is this is crazy how familiar they all sound and then then they start talking about the state powerlifting meet in sioux falls and and rapid city and i was like okay who who the heck could this even be and then it, it took until tommy dropped tanner's full name for me to put two and two together and realize that oh this was the podcast that tanner was talking about <laughs> you know whatever two three years or whatever two years ago uh when i i That's first heard about it so so yeah, so I, I promptly went back and uh um listened to uh the, the entire 
backlog uh, as I listened to the new episodes as they came out. And uh, and so I think that was, uh, it was a few months later that I then then wrote the review and I made my first first purchase, which was a, which was a uh, original, you know, weekend warrior nice. lift shirt. All right. It's got some age on it. I almost wore that. Yep. One. This one. Yep. This one's got some age on it. It's, it's been washed a few times. Got the, uh, the, the lift shirt but, uh, for anyone not familiar yeah, with the weekend yep. warrior yeah, term. Yeah. Yep. So, and I, I completely forgot about that term until I was going back to listen to those podcasts yeah, they used to drop it all the time. To, I don't think they've said yeah. it in like five five years. Yeah, and because because I was trying to find um, the uh, the text for that that review that I left because mm-hmm. for some reason uh, Apple doesn't have it still posted. Hmm. Uh, they have the other two podcast uh, reviews that were were uh, read that day uh, on episode one hundred four. For anyone who wants to go back and listen, uh, but yeah, mine's mine's not on there. I couldn't find it anywhere, so I had to. Texted Tanner and asked him if he had any uh, texts of of that that pod of the uh, that review saved anywhere, and he he didn't get back to me right away. But then I found it, so I had to listen and transcribe and and uh, get it all down. So hopefully, I was accurate to the uh, the original, but uh, it might might have been slightly uh, slightly deviated uh, with some of the contractions and things no no i'm gonna dive in here so when i'm when i met you in uh, crew falls i think i did briefly ask about kind of like i kind of knew the story that that when you first started listening you didn't realize it was tanner's podcast and i got a really yes. good kick out of that um so i definitely glad we, we touched base on that tonight um so when you did realize it was tanner and i know you're not a very you're not you literally don't have social media that you're active on no. like so so did you ever actually get a hold of Tanner somehow, or was it just like, did he ever email you via like, I, I'm curious of when was the last, cause it said, if you're listening from 2018, but we didn't, you didn't join crew and no one in massonomics had heard from you basically up until like six yeah. months ago, outside of if yeah. we heard the review read in 2018 and just didn't put it together because yeah. that was fucking eight years ago, seven years ago. <laughs> so like, I want to know like, when was, so from the time you left that review till the time you joined crew, what was your interactions with Tanner or Tommy or Massonomics or anything like? Um, did it exist? Virtually no interaction. Okay. I, I just, I, I continued to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I continued to listen. Um, and I can't remember. What was it? It was. Oh, I know how I got Tanner's uh, contact info again. It was a couple summers ago. It was my 20th high school reunion. And I went back for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Darren, big Darren, who was uh, Tanner's uh, close friend in high school, uh, he was there. And so we were talking and Darren gave me uh, Tanner's uh, contact info so that I could I could start texting him and stuff like that. And so I'd say it's about two years ago I got that. And then I think... Um, you know, I was still listening, never really reached out until it was the big sale. The sale so crazy they should have been committed <laughs> um, that I I just kind of decided, you know, I should. I should buy some more stuff. I like a lot of the stuff. I haven't bought anything in forever. Like I should just buy a couple T-shirts, Buy, you know, I had my eyes on a, on a headband and 
And I was like, I, sh- I should get some of that stuff. Uh, and so then I, I did. And then I noticed that uh, you got 50 cents back for every purchase that you made. And so when I had mm-hmm. made my first initial purchase, I think Tanner had texted me because Darren had given me or given Tanner uh, my cell phone. Um, and Tanner, you know, just texted out, you know, oh, I, it's, you know, Tron Peterson, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time, you know, uh, you know, that uh, that whole spiel. And so we started chatting a little bit and I saw the 50 cent thing. And so then I, I then uh, went on and proceeded to make seven individual purchases <laughs> so that so that uh, Massonomics would pay me back three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> also, that I could be texting Tanner the whole time I'm making the purchases and then text the the joke of. Um, you know, uh, it was it was at this it was at the I think it was the I what was the text it was something like uh, it was after the seventh purchase uh, that Tanner realized he had inadvertently uh, given uh, or he had been, he had inadvertently not been talking to uh, his old high school friend <laughs> but really a uh, a seventy million year old uh, crustacean from the protozoa period mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster and and. and, and <laughs> And, and and he had inadvertently given the Loch Ness monster three dollars and fifty cents. Um, <laughs> and so I I did all of that just for that Loch Ness monster joke between me and Tanner. That's and then uh, because of that, I I wasn't even really paying attention to the uh, the extra purchases all being entries. So uh, so then I won a bottle of uh, ammonia, um, and uh, and then from there like. Then, then I was just hooked. And so one of the purchases I made on that was the uh, uh, contributing member. Uh, and so, because I was just looking for things to buy. Okay, so you've you've been a supporting member a lot longer. So you've been a supporting member back, well, that would go to him back in the apple pie day too, probably when it was 99 cents. Uh, well, first. no, it was, it was the, so what, whatever that, because it was, it was just this past, yeah, whatever this past year was. Yeah. when they did that big sale. So that did was you, the, Did you get a card or did you do you get the patch? I I did not get a card. I think okay. I got the patch. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, cuz everybody was talking about the card and I was like, "Well, I don't got a card. That's <laughs> that uh that's that's you lose, well, I, 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 I want to know my number. But uh but yeah, no. So that was Were you part of crew before you got on Discord then or did you kind of join Discord right off the beginning cuz I feel like you're very new like you Unless you joined Discord yeah. and you just didn't start becoming active until more recently, because I don't remember seeing your name up until six months yeah. ago. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, that that would have been the time that I joined. Okay. Um, so it was like, yeah, when, when I got the, yeah, when I joined um, the contributing member deal and got the Discord link and all that. That's that's when I jumped in. Gotcha. And so. I've never heard it yep. called a contributing member. We are the supporting member. We are crew. We are, yep. we are members that support. We don't necessarily contribute, but yep. uh, can I just know. say though, like I, I wanted to, I wanted to finish that, but like, like, is that such a long elaborate con <laughs> to only and probably only make yourself laugh? Oh yeah. 100%. And like maybe yeah. Tanner laugh, but like, <laughs> I don't get the Loch Ness joke. Is there a, like a, a long running joke oh. that I should give? Like, oh, I come on. Let me go to the glaze search and see enough. if he's glazed this. Uh, what movie are you talking about? It's from South Park. It is, 
It's South Park. Uh, so I haven't seen. I I have watched. South Park probably has a thousand episodes now. I've probably seen oh, like yeah. fifty yeah, of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, and is I it from seen, the beginning? This, yeah, yeah. This this would have been South Park. Like, yeah, back in late nineties, early, yeah, early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember what season or anything like that. Gotcha, that was gotcha, the, gotcha. Yeah, yeah the, it's the, it's such the, an elaborate contron that like yeah. And and I want to get I'm going to get this out of the way early because everybody always says that I save the sappy stuff till the end. Um, you kind of slid in there, and Tanner announced kind of who you were. And then I think, you know, like the crew has its like its regulars, right? It has us like what I call the elder crew, right? It's got the newer people that are kind of like there and not there. And you just kind of like were always there. Like you joined (laughs) and then you just started cracking jokes and having and it was like, okay, he's been here the whole time, even if he wasn't. So like, you know, I don't know if that's just. uh, Um what's the uh, there's a word i'm looking for here uh but just like i don't know if it's a symbol of how much you just fit in or you know how much we all fit in with each other but yeah like i don't think anybody has uh, at risk of alienating people slid in as easy (laughs) and comfortably as you because it was honestly like tron is just the bishop yeah great yeah and it's just one of those i was just like yeah you're that funny and that story solidifies what i thought about you is that you are up there on this as i keep explaining the silly spectrum <laughs> that there is like silly spectrum that we're all on. Yep. like you don't join massonomics if you're yep. not on the spectrum but some of us are just at one end and yep. we're just you know sometimes we're a menace but we're still really like we're sometimes we're just making each yeah. other laugh and yeah, I think no, yeah, I, you fit right in. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I had been, I had been listening to, you know, all the Massonomics podcasts and I, I don't think I've been listening to any unpaid underrated podcasts yet, but it was, I think I took maybe, maybe about a day just kind of scrolling through discord and getting a feel for everybody. And before I, you know, started really, kind of jumping in and sharing my thoughts and, and, and feelings and all that stuff. But I just immediately noticed that like, I get everybody's sense of humor mm-hmm. that, that, that like all the jokes I see, I get, I like them. Um, all the comments I see, I, I like it. And, and so it, it was, it, it was, it, it was immediately like slipping in to, you know, uh, you know, Slipping into a, a a buddy's house uh, when you come home for Thanksgiving that you haven't seen for a while, and you 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 pop over there and there's your buddy and a bunch of you know all of his siblings and his mom and a bunch of your friends from high school and there's everybody there again, and that's what it just kind of felt like uh, yeah. popping into Discord was I've known all these people even though I've never met any one of them yeah you know because we 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 have a similar sense of humor we we have similar interests and so it, it was it was it was just easy to to pop in and start start conversing with everybody because it it just felt it felt like you were you know felt like you were home man that's that's yeah the only way i can really describe it like uh i actually um tanner and i were talking uh, when we were at the crew falls meetup and the way I described it, and I think Tanner made the post or whatever, but it was 
you know, it was like running into a bunch of old friends you never knew you had. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that 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 exactly what it is what it was. And then when I was trying to describe what unpaid and underrated is, I said, you know, Discord is like if anybody's ever been part of a team or a group activity or, you know, whatever it would be, whether it was sports, whether it was, you know, band or chorus or or Boy Scouts or whatever, like Massonomics is like the the activity that everybody was a part of. You know, so you get to know your teammates, you get to know your, you know, your your fellow whatever performers or whatnot. And they said, and when I started listening to Unpaid and Underrated, it immediately made me feel like this is the bus ride home <laughs> from a big game, oh. from the concert that you just had to go perform. Hell and yeah. everybody is, everybody's chilled out, like the event is over, the competition is done, and now it's just everybody relaxing for the bus ride home and growing up in South Dakota, um, our, our bus rides for, for sporting events and football was my (laughs) senior year. We had, we had, I think it was four away games that were over three and a half hours one way on the bus. And so those bus ride homes were, it was better than the locker room because you're stuck on a bus with a bunch of freshmen that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And, and, and here there are these two little freshmen sitting in front of you that are cracking jokes that you find funny. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you start talking with these guys and you realize, Hey, these kids are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and then same way with the freshmen talking with the seniors, like all oh, these guys actually find us funny or amusing or whatever. They're not bad. They're not big, bad, you know, mean, uh, you know, people picking on people and stuff. And so that, that for me, when I, every time I listen to unpaid underrated, it's like, this is the bus ride home. And Massonomics is the event. Massonomics was the game. And the great thing about unpaid underrated is Massonomics is always a win. So it's always a winning bus ride home. You know, it's always a great <laughs> competition. True. And everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's just relaxing, finally chilling out. And we're just killing time until, until we get home. And, uh, and yeah, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the energy that, uh, that this podcast gives off. And so I, I think it's just what, what you guys do, I think, is just it, it builds the community so, so much stronger than any other podcast. Because if you think about it, you got you've got podcasts out there like, you know, whatever, Joe Rogan, or, you know, like the big podcasts where there's millions of people that all listen to the podcast. And the one thing about podcasts are people get to know the podcasters because they listen to them talk so, so much. But they don't get to know anybody else that's also listening to the podcast. It's a download. Unpaid. on Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a one way. And yeah. now all of a sudden, unpaid, underrated, we get to know all the people that also listen to the podcast and like it. And all of a sudden, now the conversations that you have in Discord, you feel so much more familiar with everybody else that's been on unpaid, underrated, and it just it it just it makes the community that much more rich and um and just yeah just just inviting and everything. So yeah, I I, I want to say like like this is this is what really pushed me over the edge to uh to come to uh the December to remember you know crew falls event was having listened to a few people that were on unpaid and underrated then I got to know like oh these are the people that are going to be showing up to this event like I'll be comfortable with these people so I I should I should come check it out and and uh you know kind of get out there again and and uh yeah just start interacting with people again so so yeah it was uh yeah, 
Talk about getting a little bit sappy and all. No, that that, but, uh, that makes us happy. That's yeah. that's the like I've heard it summed up a couple times. With that I don't think I've ever heard it summed up like the you know that's the bus ride home after a win. Like and just the whole like what you mentioned like just that's why you were more comfortable going to Crew Falls. I've been telling people that for like the last eight months. Like that's literally paraphrase exactly why we do this. Exactly what I want. I want to just grow our community and make our community tighter and stronger. And there's 300 of us, but it's like there's only like 50 of us that are like tight. I want to get that to be like 100 of us that are tight. You know, mm-hmm. like that is the goal. Yeah. It's like every every episode that passes that we it might get a new listener. Like that's like a whole new world of like sub massonomics culture that's like still relevant to massonomics. So if you're a fan of Economics, you could kind of get into our podcast i feel so i dig it i really appreciate how you put like all of that <laughs> I, I didn't know where you're going with it to me it was like yeah. we're all sitting around having a conversation and trond walks in we're all like oh hey man and then you just join the conversation and yeah. then one yeah. person goes who is that guy and we go who cares and like that was like kind of just like yeah. if i could explain that yeah. in a brief <laughs> sentence that's kind of what it was like who cares he's great and then, like yep. you were just in with us, and and yeah, the the look at all the knickknacks this chicken bake restaurant oh, sells <laughs> is probably the funniest line I think I have ever heard because you know I where I work. It's <laughs> Keith, Keith, yeah, buddy. Are these glasses your fucking personality now? Like, are you gonna wear them? Are you gonna wear them every podcast? Do you think you're Pat, you're Pat McAfee now? Like, I I dig I mean, these. It's, it's nice. These are like I'm I said, these, you, these are like the twenty percent ones. So I'm content. It's, with it's these. gonna let you. It's gonna allow you to be able to cool down after the podcast and be able to go to sleep without. It's filtering out all that blue light that would keep you yeah. awake. And my my room is blue. Like I have like a dark blue room, <laughs> so I can like you know it, 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 the rest of the house is tan. I, I painted the house like a, a khaki tan during COVID when my wife wanted to repaint the house. So I was, my my stipulation was like I'll repaint the house, but every single room is getting the same color, so I can touch up shit easily. Yes. So, uh, but I was like, well, yes. I don't want to touch the bedroom though. I want the bedroom to still be dark, so it made that easy enough. Uh, well, I think we've we've probably dug into to kissing you know massonomics and and unpaid and underrated butts mm-hmm. long enough. Let's get to know Tron a little bit. Uh, your wife gave me. I'm sorry, Mrs. Tron, but I'm only going to get into like a third of what the information she gave us probably. <laughs> and then uh, Big Darren and Big Tanner gave us a couple of little tidbits. So, uh, like I I always like to anything occupation wise you want to tell us about just so people kind of get to know you better like that's what part of this is too is uh what's your what's your profession what has your profession been what do you consider yourself you know anything you want to talk about in your work history to kind of let us know you better sure you bet um so um well i guess to start off with um let's see I, i went to college uh and uh see i attended college for about 10 years, oh, wow. graduated with a bachelor's. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, so a lot of people go to college for 10 years. Uh, but uh, so I, I graduated with a degree in uh, exercise physiology and health emotion. Um, and so I am a American College of Sports Medicine certified exercise physiologist. Um, and right now I work as a health and wellness coach for a, a boarding school, which I, I can't name you know agreements and stuff but um so i do uh wellness programming for individual students and groups of students and also all of our staff so kind of like the health and wellness programmer at uh at our our organization Uh, so yeah that's 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 what i do currently nice nice so does uh 
did your uh, experience with diabetes help you uh, at work at all with uh, trying to, you know, knowing the signs of how to avoid this and avoid that and, you know, don't be an yeah. asshole with what you eat? You, you know, you, you would think. You would <laughs> think it would. Um, so prior to uh, working at the school I work at, I, I did work at the Diabetes Prevention Program uh, at a Native American reservation in South Dakota here. Um, I did that for three years, loved it, uh, worked with absolutely just phenomenal people. Um, so I, I do have a background uh, understanding diabetes. Now, do you think I noticed all the warning signs with my wife getting diabetes? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. <laughs> it was it was so out of left field. Uh, no, no clue. Uh, that, until, that makes sense. Until though. she had, yeah. I mean, it was it was just you, you didn't think about it, you didn't notice it, and she she's a type one diabetic, and so it, it was kind of a bizarre, you know, turn of events. Um, where all of a sudden she just started losing weight and couldn't keep weight on and was, you know, not feeling good and feeling sick all the time and all that kind of stuff. And then it, it wasn't until she had a fasting blood sugar done where she was in the two hundreds and she was like, Oh, you think that could just be cause I, you know, ate, ate uh, toast with jelly or something like that for breakfast. And I was like, not when it gets into the two hundreds, not that that's, that's not, that's not normal. You could be up into the hundreds, uh, but two hundreds, that's a little abnormal. And then she uh, had a follow-up uh, blood sugar test done like a month later. And again, it was up into the high two hundreds. And that's when they realized that she was uh, diabetic, but it took them a while to figure out that she was type one diabetic because she was in her thirties when it happened. And so it was, it's kind of a, a bizarre little deal. But, uh, well, I'd say that makes sense. I, I would say anybody that, uh, anybody that I know that does anything for a living to so anyone that works, they don't want to do anything related to that job when they come home, no matter what it is. So if you're observant during the day mm -hmm. for these signs as part of your career, you are going to shut that off on your drive home and you're not going to yeah. turn it back on until you're driving to work the next day. I know that's yeah. been like me. That's been my mentality, my entire, every, the different, different careers I've had over the last 30, 20 some years. It's like, yeah, I don't want to do anything remotely close to what I do at work when I get home. So don't ask me to. So I get that. Uh, and you, 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 you did mention uh, a, a key word here that had a little red, not a red, uh, that triggered something that I want to segue into. You mentioned bizarre a couple of times. So you want to go ahead and tell me about uh, bizarre <laughs> Tron. I, I really want to hear about Bizarro Tron as a, uh, as a uh, there I've been told about. Yeah, Bizarro Tron. So, um, well, you know, like, like I said, I went to college for 10 years um, and I, I didn't graduate for uh, a lack of ability to pass classes. Um, it was more of a Van Wilder situation. <laughs> uh, and and so when I, when I drink uh, or when I, when I drank uh, in college specifically, uh, I, I could go on some pretty epic benders. Mm -hmm. And um, at a certain point, Tron would kind of cease, cease to exist. And this, this alternate Tron would take over. And uh, my, my roommate in college used to be able to kind of tell the shift happening. And, uh, and Bizarro Tron will, will basically just, he takes over when I black out <laughs> and, and he's, uh, he's not one to go to bed early. Mm -hmm. So I find myself, uh, I found myself in, in some 
precarious predicaments, uh, things like that. Uh, one, one of the situations that probably comes to mind was, uh, then my first junior year in college, uh, February, uh, decided to walk home from the bar, got a little turned around in a, in a uh, t-shirt and jeans and a beanie. I walked six miles, uh, to, uh, the next closest town of uh, Volga, South Dakota, outside of Brookings. <laughs> uh, I didn't walk there down the highway. I walked through fields, multiple barbed wire fences. Ooh. Um, some scars. And I remember that one? I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I. 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 Uh, the, the shirt was white when I started. Sorry. Oh, if, I'm sorry. Not, this is really not funny. when I ended. <sighs> if I shouldn't be laughing, um, tell me now. But no, this is. No, no. Oh no! He's, no! no I, he's telling the story with a smile on his face. So we're good. Um, but, uh, so the whole time I'm, I'm lost, I'm wandering, I'm, I'm drunk dialing people <laughs> and telling them where I think I might be. And it, it, it was every direction, but the direction I was going north, south. North, um, west. yeah, yeah. You know, like I thought I was walking to, uh, Sioux Falls at one point. I thought I might be, uh, you know, uh, almost, uh, you know, a couple other towns around there and all that ended up walking down a gravel road and uh some guys uh that were out spotlighting uh raccoons and stuff were driving down the road and they found me and uh asked me where i was headed and i said i'm going to brookings and they looked at me and they said dude brookings is way the fuck that way which (laughs) is the direction i'd been walking from they said we're going to volga we can drop you off in town at the bar and and you, you can hang out there and tell your friends and come pick you up. And I said, okay, great. And uh, hopped in the pickup with them. They dropped me off. Bar was closed. <laughs> so I, of course. Sitting on Main Street, again, February in South Dakota. I don't know if you've been familiar with the breeze here. Oh, God, it's um, miserable. And uh, finally, my phone died, but I had finally gotten a hold of somebody and told them I was in Volga. And so I'm sitting on Main Street in Volga, and some buddies come driving up in a pickup. And I pull up right in front of me. They hop out of the car. I say, Tron, get in. Let's go home. I hop in the car. I look through the front windshield. There was a 24-hour laundromat that I'd been sitting in front of the whole time. Open, heated, <laughs> lights all on. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> and so uh so so away, away we went back home. Um but uh yeah, so Bizarro Tron's not like a violent guy or he doesn't get into fights and mm-hmm. you know anything stupid like that, but he just he does odd, bizarre things, uh, and, uh, and then I have to, uh, uh, you know, figure out what uh, what he was trying to think when uh, when I <laughs> when I come to the next uh, the next day. So, but yeah. uh, but Bizarrotron hasn't come out in quite a while. So. Well, that's good. That's good. I don't I don't do things like that very often, but um, yeah, I I hear you. I feel you. I understand you. Uh, like New Year's, the New Year's Day, I woke up on the couch. Mm-hmm. No pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I woke up and looked to Morgan's. The hell are my pants? And apparently, that was like the funniest thing I've said in a long time, because nobody knows. I guess I went to the bed, <laughs> and the like the bedroom was too hot or something. So I went and slept mm-hmm. on the couch in no pants, and it's just like that hasn't happened in years. Yeah, where but that's the bizarro decisions you make, where you're just yep. like. This bed is too much. I want to sleep on the couch. And yeah. 
Yep. I hear you, man. Now, does Bizarro, does Bizarro Trond come out sometimes where you buy gym equipment and hide it from your wife? <laughs> is that is that just like you know, a remnant they, of? They, 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 there may or may not be a time or two where purchases have been made that uh, that I that I don't remember, and then when they show up, uh, can't quite explain them to my wife, so I. I may may tidy those purchases away until till uh, <laughs> till a further time that that they're more more acceptably uh, rationalized. Um, so yeah, did, did she mention the Olympic rings and kettlebells? Kettlebells, kettlebells, and kettlebells. Oh yeah, kettlebells, kettlebells, kettlebells. Yes, yes, um, yeah. So I think yeah, the, the kettlebells. Uh, I had a I had a coworker who was getting rid of all his gym equipment. And, and he was a big tack fit guy, um, super mobility guy. So he had, you know, uh, club bells, kettlebells, you know, like cool stuff that you don't, you know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't see often or whatever. And so he had asked me like, Hey, would you want any of my stuff? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'll, I'll take whatever you got. Like I like all that stuff. And so, um, so we worked that out and I, he, Thankfully, lives uh, about two blocks away from me. So I just popped over in the truck, loaded the truck up, uh, came home, and then I hid it all in the shed. And I, I just didn't say anything to my wife. And she doesn't ever come out to the shed to see what I got going on out here. So um, so I, I got, oh, like, about, oh, let's see, like four club bells, uh, eight kettlebells. Uh, Another set of Olympic rings, a bunch of straps and grip gear stuff, and Captain Crunch, uh, Captain Crush grippers, and uh, all that kind of stuff. And one day, my wife finally did come out to the shed. And, when the hell did you get all this stuff? Oh, like two months ago. <laughs> it's, I've, I've I mean, had it like, all like, along. My, honey. my, my, yeah, my, my thought process is: if you don't catch me, you know, within the week. Of me purchasing it, then, then, then there's like like the uh, the statute of limitations is now passed. All right, uh, like if the credit days. card bill has been paid, if the credit card bill has been paid, there's there is no no more ramifications. You you can't come after me later for that. So if you didn't notice it uh, before it got all paid off, we're we're golden. So now I can use some club bells. Those things are crazy. They're they're kind of fun. Yeah, kind of fun. I just been playing around with them a little bit. Haven't got you know super into them or anything. Or spend extra money on a shoulder rock, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like uh, yeah for for the for the price I pay, I think I gave the guy like two hundred bucks for everything. And oh my god! And I was like, yeah, like he he just wanted to get rid of it. He was just moving on from that. So he got really into Tai Chi. So he didn't didn't uh, didn't need any more resistance stuff. So uh, I was happy to help. Oh, that's a weird pipeline. I'm sure we could talk about that, but we, Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, all this stuff. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to push air. All right, dude. <laughs> Smaller footprint, I guess. So yeah. Smaller gym footprint. Well, well, what he actually does is uh, basically does dynamic static contractions. So he uses all the antagonistical muscles 
uh, for any contraction that you're doing to you you know use your own body for the resistance. So if you're doing a bicep curl, you engage your triceps to resist the bicep, and then going back down, same thing. You engage your bicep to resist your tricep extending. And so if you have really good body control and and mind muscle connection, like you you can maintain you know a decent you know a functional amount of strength mm-hmm. but uh he is he's one of those guys that you know he can hop on the rings and do the iron cross and you know do do all that kind of stuff but uh but yeah no that's that's a, that's a lot of work and takes a lot of time and a lot of breathing and concentration and all that kind of stuff i'd rather just you know lift a heavy bar so yeah, but uh, yeah it's a lot of time and effort i just lift up put it down clean it yep so, so speaking of uh you know lifting bars and working out and all that jazz mm-hmm. i want to hear about the uh Navas- the, the nebraska football lifting program you had <laughs> on cd-rom that made its way around school like the clap yes oh god that is that is my biggest biggest uh regret is losing that cd Oh man. If uh man, if I could have that today, I dang it, I wish I had that. Um no, no, tell, so what tell happened the listeners basically, what we're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back in high school, um I I was getting into lifting and um my my uh my dad had gone to the University of Nebraska and I was a big course Nebraska football fan in high school back when they were really good. Um yeah, you haven't you and, haven't commented on my 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 background yet for some reason. I I, I saw I saw that and I was trying to I yep. I I was gonna say that's got to be Memorial Stadium. Yeah, that's, that's your uh, that's, that's um yes yeah, I was that's, try to start that's uh, with people that's, with using changing that's Mecca right there uh, for the uh, the Nebraska faithful. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, so my dad actually found it. It was online. Uh, Boyd Epley uh, for for nineteen ninety five. Boyd Epley would send you a CD-ROM with the entire uh, Nebraska lifting program for their football players. And it was an absolute amazing, amazing thing for, for, for 2001. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was absolutely insane. Because you got to remember back then, you couldn't stream video online. There, there was no streaming video on the internet. The internet yeah. was not fast enough. You couldn't stream video. And so on the CD-ROM, it had, um, it had off-season workout, in-season workouts. It had their metabolic circuit. It had their push-pull circuit. Um, and it also had all the programs that were uh, specific to position groups. So offensive and defensive linemen had a training protocol. Running backs, linebackers had a training protocol. Cornerbacks, uh, wide receivers, uh, D-backs they all had had their own separate training protocol. So all you had to do was you fired up the CD-ROM, you entered in your numbers, you wanted to be, you know, you wanted the offensive line and workout. It then printed you off a four-week workout and you just follow the numbers. Nice. And so you entered in what your current numbers were, you did it for the four weeks and then pop back the CD-ROM back in, enter in your new numbers, Next four weeks, away you went. And it was, I mean, for for a bunch of kids in the middle of nowhere that you don't have any access to any real, um, you know, uh, consistent 
knowledgeable strength and conditioning programming. I mean, it was life-changing. And of course I didn't get it until my senior year. <laughs> and so, uh, so I, I started using it my senior year, basically in season. So I had to do the in-season workouts, which were much, much more reduced. It was two days a week, uh, much less volume, uh, very low intensity, but it was just more of maintaining whatever you had built up to in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But then where I really saw the gains was after the season was over, uh, doing the off-season training, all that stuff, and then sharing it with all the kids. And then, uh, and and that's where it really kind of took off from there was uh, giving it to uh, Darren and Tanner and... And then there was a couple of offensive linemen that were a couple of years older than Darren and Tanner, um, Brad and Doug. Uh, those guys kind of, you know, kept it rolling for a little bit. Uh, but I, I like to think that, you know, uh, my senior year, we lost out in the third round of the playoffs. Uh, after the my after that, the next year, they went to the Dome uh, state championship game. Uh, I think the next two or three years, I think they made it to the Dome. I know Tanner and Darren and those guys, I think, made it to the Dome. So I, I like to think that, you know, just just the uh, the access to any sort of competent strength and conditioning program in high school uh, allowed those guys to uh, to, to uh, be successful. Nice. Yeah, I remember on the gridiron within the last year or so, Tanner had shared a, 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 either a video or a link to it being replayed. But like like the 2003 or 2005, whatever it yep. would have been like a high school state championship. Yep. Um, and it listed as like, you know, he's like six, three to or something, whatever yep. he is. Uh, yep. now and I'm, I never, he, he talked about it before you guys play like is it seven man or nine man ball out there or something. It's not it's, 11. It's, on yeah, 11. We, we, yeah. We, we play nine man football. Okay. Tell me so, about that. Real at, quick. at our school. I mean, we, we, we do have 11 man football in the state of South Dakota, but, the smaller so are there two are there two state so, championships then or are so there so everyone uh, in like the lowest division is is is, is so nine like, man you're never so you're never going to play yeah. an 11 man team or anything and anyone in yeah your, yeah so still you, you, gonna... you might you might you might play them like in an exhibition or something mm-hmm. like that yeah, but, sure. like like yeah like 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 the jv teams will play like in jamborees and stuff and you'll play mm-hmm. against an 11 man team but uh basically with nine man football offense is really simple all you do is remove two tackle okay Otherwise, offense is exactly the same. So offense is really easy to to transfer from eleven man to nine man. Defense is where it gets a little more complicated. Yeah. Um. So you you can't just you know take an eleven man defense and just easily transfer it to nine man because you, you got to account for yeah it 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 just yeah I'm like I'm trying to count in my head work like, out the same yeah you lose so a lineman you, you got to make I guess is the, yeah. your best yeah. bet to some extent yeah so it's it's it it, it gets like a three, you know, a three most two, most nine man defenses yeah a lot of my, non nine man football defenses are going to be like a four two okay. uh, uh, or, you know sometimes four three or uh, and, and there there are three man fronts and stuff like that but it just all depends on the the players that you got but. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a nine man is a, it, it it's, it's a very, it, it does translate well to 11 man football. So there are a lot of guys that play nine man football that can go on to college and mm-hmm. transition to 11 man without too much difficulty. Cause it's, it's not so much different than, you know, uh, I mean, blocking assignments are really similar and all that kind of stuff. And, all that, yeah. It's but it's but it but it, it's different. And so basically, if uh, we played on uh, hundred yard fields, uh, 
Um, you could play on an 80 yard field and it'd be a reduced size. So 80 by 40, I think, um, that was legal, but most schools played on a hundred yard field. So basically nine man football, you just got that much more space. If you got anybody with speed and they could get the corner, it was just a, just track meet. So, um, you know, it, a, a lot of our, a lot of our games are pretty high scoring for, mm-hmm. for our side, but, uh, but yeah, no, nine man football. Yeah. Like, uh, bunch of my buddies. So I went to South Dakota state university and I was in the football players dorm because my roommate, uh, was thinking about walking on. Um, and so one of the jokes is always like, Oh, you guys play nine man football. Do you guys play three man basketball too? <laughs> um, but, uh, noon ball. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no. So that's, that's, that's nine man football in a, in a nutshell. It is. Uh, so what's so that? Sorry, Keith, I just need to clarify something. Uh, was that tackle or was that eating too much, two-hand touch, and the twin? <laughs> the twins. Dude, they're going to keep that going for – they're going to forget how many episodes it's been, and then they'll just kind of stop. Like, once they forget, it's like, is this week six or seven? And they're just going to stop doing it. But it's their next week will be four if they keep it up. So it's, it's been funny. Um, so after any of these football games, did you ever do anything uh, – actually, no, here's a here's – was it was it uh fuck what uh what the hell was your your alter ego dare or bizarro, oh, bizarro? yeah oh, sorry so when, was, do you not know what bizarro comes from no it's from superman i get it all right uh, cool. yeah, superman. so yeah. was it was yeah, it bizarro, bizarro, bizarro i i hope it wasn't bizarro tron i thought it was a good idea to steal darren's sister's car is there <laughs> no that was just regular tron so uh <laughs> what one one thing we did take pretty seriously in high school was uh uh, none of us drank during season. Um, yeah. that, that was, that was a, you know, we didn't drink or smoke or anything like that during season. Cause, um, we never had to sign any, you know, uh, any <clears throat> pledges or agreements or anything. It's just, we, we want to do the best that we could. And, and so the, the culture of the, uh, of the locker room at the time was, you know, uh, nobody's messing around and putting the rest of the team in jeopardy for being selfish and wanting to, you know, go be stupid. So, um, so yeah, so it was, it was never that, but, uh, in high school, uh, one of the things that I did enjoy doing was, was messing with my classmates. <laughs> um, and so one particular night, yes, Darren's uh, sister, uh, had left her keys somewhere that I had access to. I can't remember why or how. So anyways, I, I got her car and we were driving it around uh town which is a you know a, i think population about maybe 100 people um so you can only drive around every street in town before you start repeating yourself but um yeah so i i stole her car um and then picked her up in it and then with with some other friends and and uh and some of her friends too and yeah and we we drove it around and anyways I made her late getting home to, uh, to, to make curfew. And so she then wrote me a two page letter (laughs) about, about how, how much it upset her that I had, I had stolen her car and made her late for home. And, and then her mom and dad were super mad and they were going to press charges for grand theft auto against me and, and, and all this stuff. And, uh, and the funny thing about that was my mom kept all these boxes of random high school stuff 
and started like giving to me, giving them to me every Christmas. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, so I was going same. through these boxes and I, I found that letter. <laughs> I found that letter that Michelle had written to me. <laughs> and so then I, I took a couple pictures of it and I literally found it the year. Or it was like a couple months before our 20th reunion. And so I, immediately then got to our 20th, 20th uh, high school reunion and read it to Michelle <laughs> and, and Darren and Michelle absolutely died laughing. She That's was crying, uh, you know, at listening to 17 year old self uh, try to be super serious and explain to me how, how serious this situation was. Um, and, and, and how I just, I can't steal and move her car and hide it uh, anymore in the future. Cause we'll all get into super big trouble. So, um, and so one of the things I ended up doing after that was, uh, another one of my good friends, Nicole, uh, I made copies of her keys. Um, I actually got a hold of her keys, uh, at a, at a game during the like basketball game or something, drove up to Aberdeen, had copies made of the keys, came back before the game was over. Um, and then I would randomly just move her car <laughs> after like volleyball games, just a couple spots or something. Games. Yeah, just a couple spots over, <laughs> or just move to the other side of the parking lot. That's or, the best, you know. Just just randomly, and for for a couple of couple of weeks, Nicole literally thought she was losing her mind because <laughs> uh, she would come out and her car would just be just two spots over, and then it's slowly four spots over, then slowly on the other side of the football field, uh, you know, across the street on the, you know, uh, and then, you know, or, or maybe, maybe, you know, parked in between a tree and some trash cans. So you can't open the doors, uh, uh, things like that. So, but yeah, I know that, that was, that was just, uh, that was just senior year Trond, uh, bored <laughs> and with nothing better to do. There was one I wanted to to talk about, and I've got to find it for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, 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 mm. Um, so your middle name, <laughs> yes, Trigvi, <laughs> yes, and then it also says you have two brothers with very unique names as well. Yes. So what are they? All right. So my older brother is Quen Arik. And my younger brother is Zane Anders. Damn, that's cool. So the the Arik and Anders and Trigvi are all uh, great grandfathers mm-hmm. on various sides. Um, and then the first names were just names that my parents liked. And so um, I'm my see my. Mom's father was first generation immigrant from Norway. Okay, my I was going to say those father, sounded Norwegian or yeah. Finnish. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And my my dad's father was first generation from uh, Sweden. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's named uh, so, after my my daughter's name is Saga, which is a very oh, famous, yeah. very yeah. popular Norwegian name. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, so yeah, so so yeah, so growing up though, um, I was born in 1984. Same. Um, yep. And so th- there was a certain movie that came out right around that time, uh, starring Jeff Bridges, uh, called Tron. Mm. 
And uh, so everyone just assumed that my parents were super big sci-fi fans <laughs> and had named their son Tron. Hell yeah. And so uh, my 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 name actually, like, if, if you were talking to a Norwegian, uh, they would read my name and they would be Trond. So it would be Trond, um, not not Trond. But I grew up. It'd be blessed. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, no no bias or anything. And so like it was just like, oh. Yeah. And, uh, and I just went by Tron and, um, and you'd be surprised at how many, uh, elderly people or just adults can look at that name and, and the words that they can come up with, (laughs) with, with those five letters is, I mean, like actually impressive. Uh huh. Oh, Uh you've seen my last name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so I, so like all growing up, um, I just, I just got used to it. If, if somebody says or makes a sound that has an O sound to it, <laughs> I, I, I assume they're probably talking to me. That's, or trying that's to me now. Me yep. Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> I'm that's for, it. It's just like, I'm looking yeah, for Joey. Yeah, I, Mula, I, Mula, yeah. That's me. Just shut up. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Go. <laughs> and so, so yeah, yeah. I've, I've been. You know, I mean, most of the time you introduce yourself. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Tron. Nice to meet you. And oh, nice to meet you, John, Sean. Oh wow, uh, Don, Ron, um, Todd. Uh, one time, uh, one time it was a senior year. I was getting a scholarship, and they it was Troad. Hell so yeah! Somebody had written the N funny. Uh, uh, and then, yeah. So, it, but uh, but yeah, it's just I and so I I I never correct people just because it takes too long. Yep. Um, so yeah, like like because uh, even when you do say, "Oh no, it's actually Tron," and they're like, "Oh, John, no, no, it's actually Tron." Oh, Ron, no, it's, forget it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You should, I'm, hit him with yeah, the Swedish. Yeah, hit him yeah. with the Trond. Yep, the Trond. And so, uh, <laughs> no, it's Trond. Oh, yeah. You're saying it wrong, you idiot. <laughs> yep. 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 So, but yeah, no, that's the uh, that's that's the name game. But yeah, no, so so all yeah. Both of my brothers and I, uh, we all we we had the 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 rather unique names uh, at at the time, and so so yeah. So growing up, I never really had like any like crazy nicknames or anything because you can't get much crazier than Tron. So yeah. you know, if 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 anyone had ever met me, they knew they knew Tron. So. Uh, so all right, so we are rounding out almost two hours. Mm-hmm. I think I want to hit you with my FMK. Yeah, do that. All right. And I'll do like Let's one, do maybe more. And we yeah, because we, we always do an FMK. Yeah. Um, and so I thought I'd I'd do one. So, and I hope these don't follow. I feel like you're going to know what I'm talking about with these ones. So you might have to explain them to our listeners. Okay. Okay. So FMK, Cohiba, Alec Bradley, or CAO? Oh. Uh. If there's so one you all don't, if there's one you don't know, if there's one you don't know, we can swap it um, for one you do know. I mean, I've 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 had them all. Um, yep. I have not smoked very many Alec Bradleys. That was my Mary. Alec Bradley's my Mary. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I like. I I've smoked like I think maybe one Alec Bradley. Um, oh, I've had. I'll change that. I've had quite a few CAOs. Um, Cohibas, I've I've had a few of of 
of each, both Cuban and and their Dominican uh, counterparts. But if, if I could substitute in for Al Bradley, because I haven't smoked a lot of them, if I could substitute in Perdomo, mm-hmm. uh, because I have smoked quite a few of those, uh, I, could, I could do that. So let's see. Well, I'll, I'll answer your your three first. So, um, let's see. I'm going to go Buck, CAO, Mary, Alec Bradley, and Kiel Cohiba. And the reason is there's so many fake Cohibas out there. We call them, I call them Pewhibas. Those are Pewhibas. Exactly. They're yep. made up of pubic yep. hair yep. off the floor. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, yes. Yeah. My buddy got a good, my buddy got a good deal yeah. on the beach. I keep him in the freezer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a I, bit I of a cigar a, guy I, myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bought a, I bought a box of cigar when I was in Mexico. I snuck them back through customs, and yeah, you didn't sneak anything back. They looked at him and said, "Yeah, this is trash." Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that 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 would be that that would be the way I went. Because um, I I've had a lot of different CAO, like a lot of like their. Uh, they had like the Italian, they had like the Brazilian blend. They had yes. uh, uh, some of those, like th- those were all really good. The one Alec Bradley I did have was was really, really good. I don't even remember. I think it was just like the, like my, the, so my the brother, base brand. My brother you know. smokes largely CAOs. Those are his favorite. Okay. I'm an Alec Bradley smoker. Um, a Dominion, sure. I'm a Dominion smoker first, but Alec Bradley kind of second. Okay. And I think that you'd be kind of shocked at how much uh, if you've ever had some of those Dominican Nicaraguan blends that are made in America, mm-hmm. how many of those are Alec Bradley? Are Alec Bradley? Uh, so right. I'm gonna bring. I'll bring one for you. I think specifically when I come mm-hmm. to Lift Hard Live Easy, um, called the Bootlegger. Yes. Right. Yep. So they do the black market. They do the vandals. Mm-hmm. They do like Alec Bradley makes so many things that okay doesn't have their name sure. Alec Bradley on it. But then like if you just right. double check, it is. I'll fix that. Yep. I think you'll, I think I'll bring you a good one that, cause I almost wanted to do, okay. um, do FMK like box cut or, or oh, box press, sure, 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 sure. like pig, yep. like, but like that, yep. probably getting a little too, yeah, um, yep. a little too yep. technical that everybody be but like, oh, I'll bring you a box press, things, yeah. Alec Bradley. Yep. I'll change your mind. Excellent. Yeah. I, I, I do love box press. I do Me too. Love box press. It's my favorite. Yep. I love that box press, box press and uh, Robustos are, I, I just I, I feel like it's because that, that's like the perfect size for me. Yeah, for, like you know, like the time to smoke, the the draw, everything. I it, draw really not, hard when I smoke. Yes, so do and I, I find I the box press like the box press kind of like allows it to to because it's so yep. densely packed. Yeah, and it just lasts it, a little it, longer. Yep, it slows me down. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, so I I I'll, I'll counter my own. Um, I'll give myself my own uh, quick, really, uh, FMK for cigars, and it would go uh, Ashton, Perdomo, and uh, uh, Arturo Fuente. Um, and so for me, the first real cigar I ever smoked was a Perdomo Lot 23. Okay. And I just, for nostalgic purposes, loved it. Love it, love it, love it. We were at a cigar bar in Sioux Falls. I was... About on my third junior year of college, and um, we uh, met this 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 fifty year old nurse named Mike, 
who we all walk in the first time ever being in a cigar bar. All we'd ever smoked up until then was like black and milds and Swisher sweets and things like that. <laughs> um, and he's yeah. And he's like, you guys ever smoked a cigar before? We're like, no. And he's like, all right, well, like try this one right here. It's a uh, Perdomo lot 23 Corona. Start with that. Super easy, super nice, super mild. It's a great cigar. And we started doing that. And then, you know, that started a like, you know, six month relationship with Mike, the the uh, nurse from Avera uh, and like six guys from Brookings in college um, that we would run into him every weekend when we went down there. Uh, and then he would just keep on, oh, I try this next one. You know, mm-hmm. oh, now try a Maduro. Now, oh, have you tried a Cameroon wrapper before? Oh, have you tried? And just away we went. And that was that was the uh, the very first uh, first one. So, so that'd be Mary. Uh, Kill Arturo Fuente, just because um, I do love their Hemingway signature, though. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. And I already forgot the other one that I said. So Arturo Fuente, Perdomo, and... I forgot, too. I should have been writing them down. I forgot. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But, uh so kill that one that I forgot. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Get rid of Fuck Arturo Fuente. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> one, one more before we uh, switch segments yep. here. I want to hear, yep. um, put you on the spot. You don't have to sing it, but maybe just re- read a couple oh, of lines for me. So did, uh, yeah. so I, I heard uh, that Tron uh-huh. redid the I'm Just Ken song made popular this yeah. year by the movie Barbie, you know, and what, yeah. what, what, what did you coin it and anything you'd like to share about the song you know if you want to sing us a ditty a didi uh, you know you don't have yeah. to but acapella I just, huh acapella. I just, you can tell us yeah. you can you can honestly just tell us a story about it if you don't want to sing that's fine well, too i just oh i, I can i can uh i can sing it me, but and I yeah gotta, no I gotta... no i know well so i shared that info with my wife because i was working on it. oh i'm a big i'm a i'm a big weird al fan yep uh, love love the uh parody song that makes two of us so yeah so uh, when I heard <laughs> I'm Just Ken, and the way it made me feel when I saw that and, and heard it, made me feel like I was in, you know, um, in Discord and in Crew. So I I rewrote lyrics for I'm Just Ken, uh, but it's I'm Just Crew. And uh, I tried to, ran out of time over the holiday season to uh to get it recorded or anything but uh debating if i, I think i'll i'll read it to yeah you we'll guys. not put you on the spot like if you want to have a, yeah, big, no, a, no, a bigger I'll, release I'll, and I'll, actually have it be yeah, a to do you know read later the, on i'll read for... the lyrics and then this weekend i'll try to try to record it with with actual background music and all that stuff go. um but um i think i got it saved on my phone so i can read it properly without uh yeah, we can we can put a timetable on you. You have till next Tuesday morning if you really there wanted to have go. it match with the yeah, podcast. If, but that's if, entirely if, no no pressure. No one cares. If it's... you don't if you don't put a uh, a deadline on me, I, I'd never get anything done. Mm-hmm. No, dude. you have you you have nine years to do college. Can you do that? But <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the problem. Everybody just kept on telling me, "Oh, Tron, you can do whatever you want." Yeah, you want to switch majors? <laughs> What's your fucking? Yeah, you can do that. No. Okay. Now, were All you right, a full? Great. Were you were you a full time student that whole time? Do you you don't you don't have ten you don't have ten full years worth of fucking debt to pay off? Do you? Because that's like uh, it's no. like a million dollars. So so I was I was full time for eight years. I took some time off, uh, about two years in there. Now I was fortunate. My parents did pay for four years of college. 
Okay. So I had four years of I had I had four years of full time tuition that I had to pay back. Okay. Uh, but um, and I did, uh, you know, before I before I get into a you know a a drunken uh, serenade of the song, uh, in order to graduate college, I did finally make the decision I had to quit drinking. So I quit drinking for two straight years, cold drinking, not a drop. Good for And um, and and that was the you know, kind of the, the thing that, that forced me to buckle down and get everything finished, mm-hmm. you know, uh, type deal. And so, and it all kind of stemmed from a article, I think I read in like a, uh, scientific American or psychology today. And they were talking about how, um, the, how your brain reacts to addictive behaviors and how it takes 18 months for your brain to fully rewire. And if you don't go fully 18 months abstaining from whatever that addictive behavior is, you don't ever fully actually recover from it. So it did take two full years. And then after that, then I kind of eased back into to drinking. And, and at any time, if I decide I kind of got out of hand a little bit, I drop it cold turkey, don't drink for a couple months. And it's, it's no, like I'm not missing anything. I'm not jonesing for anything like that. So let's see if I can find it. Uh, I'll do, I'll do an ad read. To I was about to, I actually yep, yep. just opened Sorry. the ads and I was like, yep, give yep. them a chance to find this. Yep, 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 go yep. ahead. Uh, so, go. so go we'll ahead. go, we'll go do one that's, uh, you know, you just talk about how basically dropping booze kind of rescued you from, uh, you know, being able to actually get through college. So we'll go ahead and talk about barbell rescue. So at Barbell Rescue, their mission is to revolutionize barbell maintenance by providing gym owners and fitness enthusiasts with a superior cleaning solution. Their innovative 360-degree nylon cleaning brush is designed to enhance the longevity and performance of barbells. Their commitment is to ensure every barbell is in peak condition, promoting a safe, hygienic, and effective training experience. Go ahead and use code UNPAID to save 10% at Barbell Rescue. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but I got my barbell rescue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually ordered one. uh, So I've got a bare steel bar from um, Bells of Steel. Steel, And I just ordered my Texas deadlift bare steel. I I actually wanted to take advantage of that um, blemish sale, but I can't buy myself to get a zinc coated bar. I just don't. Mm. I've used coated bars and I just don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Keith. I'm not equipment guy yep. over here, yep. right? I really could have saved 50 bucks, but I yep. just have always enjoyed bear steel. So I do have that, sure. but I will say that ordering the barbell rescue brush, trying it, you know, two or three times when, you know what? Yeah, this will help. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I think it did lead to me deciding to buy the deadlift bar as well. Nice. I was going to do that at some point anyway, but I think having a brush, that helped me really take care of the things I have led to that next level. So code unpaid there guys. So you, 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 you'd almost say that, that, that barbell rescue makes tending bar, uh, much easier. <laughs> well played. That's a good, nice. Point. Yes. So, now the first time did you use it? Like when I first time I used it, I, I was like a monkey trying to fuck a football. Yeah, like, buddy, it like was it awkward was, as shit. Was, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. then like the 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 second time wasn't much better, but the third time you're probably yeah, getting was, the hang of it. Of, like, I was like knowing. using my it was like using my left hand. Like it was yeah. like not it, it, it didn't go well. Oh, yeah, uh, and then like you're supposed to spin the bar as you do it, and I don't yeah. have the dexterity because uh-huh. I'm a I'm a big dumb lifter guy. 
So I don't like have that smart. So, but you know, once you kind of figure out, don't squeeze too tight and blah, 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 it, yeah. Sure. Yes. The, uh, the deadlift bar yeah. would be much easier to clean because the smaller diameter, uh, yeah. just like the, the barbell rescue itself just feels sure. better around the skinnier shaft than the girthier shaft. Uh-huh. You, need, you, need, you need another minute, Tron? Will you just read another one? Or well, you... I, I, I got it. I right. got it. I well, got it. Here we go. This All right. So, all right. So this, this will be, you know, uh, released, uh, well, I guess by Tuesday. So, or, or um, in 10 years. Or in 10 years. Well, one of the two. I mean, uh, on a Tuesday in 10 years, at least. Yep. See you next Tuesday. Uh, so <laughs> next Tuesday. Uh, so it's just crew. Uh, and and there is a chance I might break into singing like by the end because I'll just get so into go, it. Go, Scott. All right. So, anyways, um, all right, Joey, you, you talked me into it. All right. So, <laughs> we'll see here. Doesn't seem to matter what I do. Won't meet the guest with you. No one knows how hard I try. Oh, oh I I've ideas. Running through my brain, driving me insane. What's in Tanner's sack tonight? Will the guests spot their drink right? <laughs> I'm just crew. Anywhere else I'd have best do. Is it my destiny to live and die in discord mediocrity? I'm just crew. Wanna have fun and be a silly goose? Or will I learn how to get strong, to stay strong and use my strength? Then there's a music break there, and then uh, we jump into... Oh, is to be unpaid and underrated. What it feels like to be supported while supported. But am I not big when in Discord laughing at me, me? I'm no Then another music break. And then we go into the, uh, can you feel the memergy? <laughs> feel so real, mass memergy. Can you feel the memergy? Feel so big, mass memergy. All right, two more stanzas left, guys. All right, and then it breaks back into I'm just crew. Anywhere else I'd have best do. Is it my destiny to live and die in discord mediocrity? Just crew, wanna have fun and be a silly goose. Or will I learn how to get strong, to stay strong and use my strength? I'm just crew and I'm enough, cause I'm great at lifting stuff. (laughs) So hey, check me out, yeah, I'm just crew. I'm just crew, but so are you. Joined our druthers, harkin' true. So hey, world, check us out. Yeah, we're just crew. Baby, I'm just crew. 
All right. You heard the big release of the first unpaid and underrated produced <laughs> song coming to the... You guys can cut this in post. Don't worry yeah, about no, it. No, no. no. Uh, oh, that's staying there because that's hilarious. That was, a, that was a solid three minutes. Uh, yeah. If you do want to have it for... If you do want it to live in... You know, either massonomics or unpaid and underrated infamy. It does have to be ninety seconds or less for uh, for real. <laughs> but uh, for 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 that was classic. I'm sure you can, even if it goes over. I mean, it'll obviously be it is. That's hysterical. But uh, and if you actually real... do record it, uh, give us a chance to release it with you, right? So, sure, like, if you record sure. it, and you're going to put it on Instagram. Yeah. Collaborate with yeah. us or or something because, oh, like, I don't I, think Tron. Does I don't. His, his I don't Tron post, never post anything. anything ever. If if I if I released it, I would be posting it to Discord and Discord only. So I'd be like that, yeah. So so if I so I, you're, I so you're going to prompt me to do gotta, a dance, gotta, a dance yeah, choreography yes. thing, so yes, that I can make exactly. the video for it. Yeah. There we go. There we go. We, maybe we need to. Yeah. No, that'll be too long. But uh, yeah. No. We'll 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 see we'll see what I can get put together by Tuesday. So. Well, I think that's going to be a hit, uh, even if you don't get a chance to put it together. I think that rendition, that live rendition was pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah, it was really great, actually. Uh, especially, and uh, like you said, that you're a fan of uh, Weird Al. And uh, do you oh, also enjoy, enjoy DJ Cumberbun? You know, I have not listened to him at all, but okay. knowing that he's coming up on the podcast, I'm going to try to check out some of his stuff. because give, give it a chance. It sounds is- right up my alley. It really is. It, 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 well, if you have the same sense of humor as me, yeah. it's like he'll take like Iron Maiden, mix it with Beyonce and put in. Oh, nice. And every song has Macho Man for some reason. <laughs> we haven't Even figured better. out why. All right. It does. Well, I mean, why Why does every song not have Macho Man? <laughs> like more it's songs should have question. Macho Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, give, the reason I'm hammering this home. Give Miss Elizabeth those royalties, right? So also dead everybody's dead yeah oh they're all dead now. everybody's yeah. so that dead. was when you turned 40 everybody's yeah. dead well yeah so i think i've spoken about that here before right like we're both been born in the same year there just gets yep. to a point where every story you tell ends with so they're and dead now dead. yeah yep um, but i'm just hammering this home that keith does not like weird al <laughs> I, I i saw that in the discord yeah. i don't know i mean and i, I was watched like, it as a kid it. i don't know i, I really on, on the silly spectrum, like oh. Keith is following at the far, the other end of me sometimes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely he's... Uh, don't have the same sense of humor as like 80% of crew, it seems like. No, you're, you're still really funny and you still really fit in. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. like Weird Al should have been the one that we all agreed on because he's just so <laughs> over the top well, ridiculous. Here, here's the thing, here's the thing. He's going to throw on those orange glazed shades. He still has he's them on. Up a couple of, I do. He's gonna They're he's so gonna pull up a couple of Weird Al, Weird Al uh, YouTube videos, and he's gonna slowly, slowly get pulled in. That's more than like they'll watch uh, the Daniel Radcliffe movie first, and then which was also great. But <laughs> yeah. you need, but you need to understand. Well, like, I, I know weird. Like I, yeah, yeah so he's, many. I've seen him on MTV yeah. and VH1 like all growing yeah. up. Here's, here's the thing. I just have you have you seen any like. Like a few years ago, he released like an entire album just on YouTube. Did you see any of those? He's talking to you. Oh, nothing. I mean, I know his old shit from like the 90s. Okay. Yeah. So like the old stuff is pretty dated, but like that new, like, I can't remember how many years ago it was, but it was within the last decade, probably. It was all online. It was just released as music videos. Like it was just kind of dropped. 
if you watch some of those, some of those are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, aluminum foil. Uh, yes, I was, was absolutely. That's like, my favorite song. Yes. And I was tempted that it, yes. it's too political to bring up. So I oh, didn't. Man. But no. gosh, that song is hilarious. Yeah. Yes. And the music it was, video. It was, it was the music video was so good. Yes. I'll watch, yeah. I'll watch so, it tomorrow. But so you, you have to just, understand just, so many things to get that. Okay. Whereas, yeah. like, I understand that the best type of comedy is you don't really need to understand the backstory. So, like, you need to know that the song it's based on is about classism. And you have mm-hmm. to understand that he's kind of mocking the concept of that from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It, it's so many levels or is it just silly stupidity like it, it, he's he's genuinely a genius with comedy well, he, he's he's a, he's an extremely intelligent and he's clean yeah. comedy yeah yeah, he's yeah. And that, which is which is so hard to do yes, yeah. yes I, mean, I could never do it so yeah how well, did he start really young or is he like 70 now we don't realize it because he was he like, started stupid uh, young he was in his yeah. he was like 20s. in college okay. yeah. like he was, was in college when he first i think released like some Eat it or something like like some, some song. The first one was like, another well, one rides the bus. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm, that was the. That yep. It was a. It was a. What do you call those? The dee 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 dee. Um, fucking help me out here, guys. This another. this instrument, the squeeze oh, box, uh, the accordion. Yeah, thank accordion. you. And yeah. it was like an accordion yeah. and like a guy doing like mm-hmm. like fart sounds with their hands to oh, yes. to make fun of Queen, yeah. and that's fucking yes. great. <laughs> oh, it was it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, right. you guys ready to dive uh, into a little uh, unpaid or underrated little game? Uh, we let's have. Do it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think we have a choice. I think the, no, the clock gotta, is moving uh, us yeah, that we way. Gotta, yep. Yeah, we we've yet to hit midnight, and I don't have any intention of yep. hitting midnight on a podcast. On we started eight thirty. All right, Big Tron, you familiar Come with the on, game? Un- unpaid Keith, and underrated. Just more PR. Let's make so, uh, no balls. No. We're, going to, we're going to lamp lighter. Just in, uh, just in case it's anyone's first time listening, we we do not play overrated or underrated. We play unpaid and underrated. Obviously, unpaid is overrated because no one wants to work for free. So, Big Tron, unpaid or underrated? I'm gonna go with playing the piano or piano lessons. Oh. Actually, let me go. Let me go piano lessons. Oh, okay. oh, all right, piano lessons. Piano lessons are um, unpaid, but in my case. Very much paid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that story. I was okay, so so I started piano lessons when I was, I think, in third, like end of third grade, and I I love the piano. I to this day can still play a couple of songs on it. Upsticks. You know, I I love. I, I can play like a, a dumbed down version of the Entertainer. Um, but I hated piano lessons because I played by ear. Mm. And so I couldn't count. And so I couldn't sight read. So if I could con my teacher into playing the piece that I needed to learn for next week, I'd have it before I left the room. Well, she figured that out about after about six months. I um, <laughs> and then she would no longer ever show me any... Uh, any demonstration of the songs. And so it got hard. I didn't like it. Um, And I, I remember going to my mom, I was in going into my fourth grade year and I went to my mom and I said, I don't want to do piano lessons anymore. 
what would I have to do to get out of piano lessons? And my mom said, well, if you don't want to do piano lessons, we've already paid for the whole month. Or we've already paid, for, I, don't, I can't remember how long. We've already paid for your piano lessons for the rest of the year. Or whatever. If you can come up with the money to buy out your piano lessons, um, you can quit. And so I was in fourth grade. I scrounged together, I think it was like 150 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. For it must have been a couple of months or something like that. And I, I did. I saved every every birthday card I got. Uh, I used to have to dig dandelions in our uh, in our yard for like uh, five cents a dandelion plant. Ooh, that's, that's and I had to bad. count them out and all that stuff. That's funny. Uh, you know, then just you know doing. And we we lived on a, a ten acre uh, farmstead type area, so big yard, lots of chances for five cent uh, oh, yeah. uh, dandelions. Uh, and I, I scrounged together like one hundred fifty bucks. In uh, 1994 dollars, so that was a shit ton of money at that time. Oh yeah. Um, and I came to my mom with 150 dollars and handed it to her, and she let me quit. Nice. And uh, you know, talking to my mom, she was like, "I never thought he was going to ever be able to get the money. I never, I never thought like a fourth grade kid is going to come up with 150 bucks out of nowhere. That's you funny. know, no job. No, I, I, I lived out." Out in the country, so it's not like I could get a paper route and easily. So, so it's probably money. like, who the hell did you rob? Did you steal from well, someone? <laughs> exactly, and I, I might have. I might have stolen a few <laughs> dollars from someone yeah. or something. But uh, but yeah. So, but then you know, fast forward to both my brothers went to piano lessons for like I can't like ten years or something like that. I'm still the only one that sits down at the piano and plinks anything. Up. Gotcha. So, uh, looking back, I wish I would have. Uh, stuck with it and just uh you know put in the time and and done it to got got to the point where I could you know sight read music and and uh and all that kind of fun stuff but uh but yeah paying for piano lessons unpaid right moving on to my second question of the night I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh saunas unpaid or underrated sauna oh, underrated every kind any kind all kinds underrated Perfect. good answer saunas are the best uh, my favorite are steam saunas. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 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 the the dry saunas are too easy. Infrared saunas just way too easy. Um, if you really want to like feel heat, you've got to get into a steam sauna and be breathing that humidity in, and have that humidity in the air so that when you sweat, it doesn't cool anything down. It just stays and sticks on you. Um, saunas, I. I love them. Uh, probably end up building one here someday. Uh, yeah, I absolutely underrated. Awesome. All right. I'm going to ask you my last one here, and then we'll hand it over to Big Joey to bring it in. So unpaid or underrated cake? Ah, unpaid cake is trash. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Cake is a waste of air. and. Uh, oh, no, like, cake is a wasted opportunity that could have been pie. That's all cake is. Um, yeah, no, I do not. No, cake is absolutely trash. Uh, a friend once not, uh, a friend yeah. once called me outron for saying I don't eat confections, and they <laughs> said they, he went, 
That's the weirdest way I've ever heard anybody say it. But I don't eat cake. I don't eat cupcakes. I don't eat bread. I don't eat. Oh, I, I I can eat bread. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm trying to force myself to just you know macros and diet and fiber and stuff. Yep. Sure. Uh, but like, yeah, none of it. I don't eat any of it. None of the sweets. None of the cake pops. None of that shit. Like, yep. see, I can, I can, um, I can eat an entire loaf of bread. In like, I can't do it even realizing it. Um, bread is my. That's my Achilles heel. That's my kryptonite. Like bread made. Bread, bread is bread is yep. dry like cake bread. to me. I don't. I can't oh, understand see, it. That's because you're not putting enough butter on it. That's all it is. You, you put enough butter on it. It's it's golden. But yeah, no cake. It's it's just it's just a crappy transport system for for Icing. sugar that doesn't even taste that good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. I, I'm 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 a pie guy all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to have a dessert, I want pie. But uh, yeah, and the same thing with uh, cookies. Uh, cookies is just nothing more than a uh, wasted opportunity to eat cookie dough. Yeah. So I, I was, yeah, I don't eat cookies either. Yeah. So yeah, the kids and the wife love me because every time I get them, I'm like, thanks, and then I just immediately hand them to them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Um, my wife actually for Christmas made me um, you know, homemade uh, beer nuts. Oh, yeah, but she never, made them with I've never, like I've never made them at home. No, yeah. well, me either. She did, and they got like spicy maple coating. She used yeah. cashews because they're my favorite cashews and hazelnuts. Okay, so that was like that's the kind of thing that if I'm gonna eat like a, sure. a trashy something, it's gonna be that. Yep. Right. Yep. Like I'm. I, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. For. Totally agree. Like that, that's my, my mindset is if I'm going to eat a bunch of empty calories, mm-hmm. it's going to be ice cream and pie. Yep. You know, like, like this is like, if, if I'm just wasting calories, I'm going to at least eat something I enjoy. Yep. And I'm not going to eat crappy cake, cake and it, it's just yeah, it's such a waste. I've been known in all fairness, I've been known to be drawn into a good red velvet, but that is like once a year. Yep. Well, right? it's, it's gotta be, like the only good cake is either like I don't mind like an angel food cake with whipped cream frosting and fruit. Mm-hmm. That is because you're just eating air, yeah. so it's nothing. You know, it, it's not you barely not notice the texture. You barely notice and, it, and yep. you're and you're getting fruit. So basically, it's kind of like a health food and custard. Um, usually, like yeah, 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 yep. But like all the cakes with the crappy f- sugar frosting or yeah. the the yeah, just like. That's an utter waste. Now, if if a cake is like super dense, like a like a red velvet cake, and it has moisture in it, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's like I, I'll again, I'll I'll have a red velvet cake or you know something like that. I'll or like like, like the what's the what's it? Oh, some of the upside down cakes, like a like a rhubarb okay. upside down cake, yep. like that kind of thing, where you're you're pouring cream over it or whipped cream or something like that. That I can handle, but it's like a dense pound cake almost. That's that's okay, but traditional regular birthday cake, wedding cake, trash. Yeah, yeah I don't, I won't no. eat them. Yeah. Okay. So side tangent. I know Keith doesn't want this to go all night, but I, I want to ask. I just, like, I just had to go to the bathroom <laughs> immensely. So I was like, I was trying to. Uh, can I wait till the end of the podcast? Nope. So I don't. I don't eat pie very much either. 
I'm just mm-hmm. not a dessert guy. Like my dessert sure. is a shot of Jaeger and yep. and maybe I'll have like a handful of all dressed chips. But if yep. I'm gonna, well, like me, some strawberry rhubarb. Mm-hmm. I especially oh, like me. Absolutely. Especially like me some blueberry. What are your yep. top? What's your Mount Rushmore of pies? Strawberry rhubarb's on there. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Definitely. Strawberry rhubarb, lemon meringue. Um, lemon meringue's on mine. My grandma used to make a yep. mean lemon meringue. Yep. You'd all look forward to it every yeah, year. Absolutely. I'm going to go with uh, raspberry peach. Really? That's why. Seldom used combination. And it's it's just like strawberry rhubarb. Yeah, it's tart and only sweet. a little sweeter. Yep. And so it's like raspberry peach is fantastic. Uh, I, I I tend to like fruit pies, mm-hmm. um, but I got to think for the Mount Rushmore, you got to go. I think you, you got to throw pumpkin in there just because it's 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 an American standby, like a, a a a good flavored pumpkin pie, not a not a store bought pumpkin pie, not. Not somebody's grandma who accidentally dumped the entire jar of nutmeg into <laughs> it, um, but like like a a classic solid pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Yeah. If there's no whipped cream, the pumpkin pie is off. And that's table. probably why even, I don't. Not like even it. worth eating. I don't like yep, whipped. Not cream. even worth eating. Got to have cool whip. Oh, okay. That's probably why I don't like pumpkin pie. I just don't like whipped All cream. Right. Yep. So then, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna say no pumpkin pie. You had me at all three of those. As, as, I'd, I'd say alternative, like a wild tart cherry pie. So not a store-bought maraschino cherry pie. Mm-hmm. If you can get like real, like tart cherries, wild real cherries that you actually, and all all the fruit pies should go without saying none of them are from canned fruits. They need to be from actual fresh fruits, fresh yeah. fruit that are then you know, boiled and turned into pie filling, but a, a, a good cherry pie is top of my, top of my list edges out blueberry. Otherwise, like if cherry is not an option, blueberry yeah. would be on. As a Canadian, blueberry is obviously yeah. where I'm going to go. It's a yeah. boreal fruit, yep. right? And yep. so. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm going to make one up right there. Blueberry chart, tart cherry right there. You mix that up. It'll be a beautiful purple hue. It'll be. Yeah. That'll, that'll be money right there. It, we'll it'll make a, your shits uh, nice and scary cherry. the next day. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah. Nice nice and smooth. <laughs> a, additional side tantrum. Um, okay, so. Tantrum. Pu- tan- tantrum? Whatever. Uh, would, would, <laughs> tangent. Tangent, yeah. Would pumpkin mm-hmm. pie be a thing without Thanksgiving? Like, I, I don't remember the last time I had pumpkin pie outside of, like, November. Outside of Thanksgiving? I, yeah. I can't think of it either. Uh, That's why I was I, curious. If, like, if, if, I don't know if it would be. I mean, I'm trying to think like when else. I mean, like I've never had a pumpkin pie in the summer. Like I don't. No, like, like occasionally you might have pumpkin. Because you would have it with Christmas the harvest. Time. You'd have it with the harvest, but, and the harvest of pumpkins is in the fall. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I I gotta or say, yeah. With without Thanksgiving being the holiday, maybe I don't, I don't a Halloween party kind it. of thing, but I don't know. Yeah. Even then, I don't so, know. So loves uh-huh. cooking with pumpkins, and I yep. will tell you, I have never in my life eaten a chunk of pumpkin because to me they were jack-o'-lanterns and then you Mm -hmm. threw them in the forest like that was you never 
but she like she grows these particular little tiny pumpkins because they last forever all winter. Yep. Yep. And she cooks with them. She'll empty them out. She'll slice them and she'll put them in pies and she'll put them in Cartier. She'll put them in shepherd's pie. And I was like, no pumpkins trash. It's not real food. So like, I think that it's part of the reason you have it when you have it. It's just because that's when the pumpkin harvest comes. Right. Like the big orange pumpkins. So, sorry, are you, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, so are you saying like, if there wasn't a Thanksgiving, do you think the, uh, the pumpkin mafia would have forced some sort of fall, uh, holiday that pumpkin pies. You got to do something with the pumpkins. The masses then. Yeah. You got to do something with I the mean, pumpkins. The birds aren't yeah. real and the pumpkins only grow in fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is like, I would have, I think it just has to do with when you harvest them. I had no yeah. patience and I tell her all the time, pumpkins aren't food. And then she sneaks it into fucking everything I eat <laughs> because it is really good for you. Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah. Insanely nutritious for you. Yeah. And, 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 and it mixes in with just about anything. Yeah. I mean, you grind up pumpkin and you can mix it with anything and no one's even going to notice. So it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a nice way to, get an extra dose of veggies in or whatever. So, well, hold on my three. Oh, nope. Okay. Pumpkins are still, they're a fruit. Pumpkins are a berry. We went over this in like episode one or two. Dingleberry. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) unpaid or underrated Guinness. So, so underrated. Mm. Guinness is, Guinness is the standard I put to every craft brew, stout, porter, dark beer that I ever drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guinness is consistent. It's to the test of time. It's uh, only 4.5% alcohol. It's only like 180 calories or something like that. It's, 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 it's light. Fairly, yeah, it's fairly light for a beer, really. It's sit, uh, it's so it Guinness form? sits on everything. If you pour a Guinness yeah. on top of another... It'll sit on top of water. It's actually yep. lighter than water. It's lighter. I yeah. never thought that because it's, it's so dark. I don't know. Yep. Well, when you when you mix a black and tan, the Guinness sits on top. It's uh, uh, yeah. It's Guinness is always and always always has been, always will be, uh, my favorite beer. Um, and yeah, I you know I mean just talking about it. Go to the go to the tube and you know beings it is getting late i do have uh, <laughs> a guinness nightcap zero if i can get the camera to there we go it's guinness zero it's the new guinness non-alcoholic i have oh, been interested and, in those and as as a um self-professed uh guinnessaholic the guinness zeros are actually very very good i mean i mean it, it is I mean, I, I, if, if you're, if you're looking to, to cut back on, on your, your beer consumption, or you're looking to whatever Guinness zero, as far as non-alcoholic beers go, one of the best. And as far as tastes the most like the beer it's trying to mimic mm-hmm. Guinness zero does a phenomenal job. Okay. So um, I'll try it. I, I'll try it for sure. Yeah. I got to, yep. I got, I, I have a couple of friends that are really big into like NC beers and then they're like, you know, in recovery essentially. And I've, they, they still yep. like partaking in, in, you know, in, uh, Yep. Or in a non-alcoholic stuff, so I yep. think she might really like that. That's uh, I'll have to make yeah, note yeah. of that. I love Guinness. Yeah, if, if, if they, yeah, on Guinness my birthday, I probably only drank Guinness, and there was about ten of yep. them in two hours. 
Uh, but it definitely is a thing that, you know, I've been looking for something that doesn't taste like shit. That's not alcoholic. So that's definitely, thank you for the recommendations. And it's, and it's honestly cheaper than a lot of the, the hop sparkling water. That's, that's, that's the thing that kills me that, that, that hop water. And like, it's like 40 bucks for a 12 pack. I'm like, what? Yeah. I will be doing that very often. I had a, I had one that was like an IPA, a non-alcoholic and I tried one last night because, you know, yeah, I had my my one or three that I wanted. And then I was like, no, nah, I got to cut sure. back. I'm going back into the non-alcoholic. And, like, I was getting floaties in it. And I was like, eh. Ended up drinking just regular water rather than... Mentos. Yeah, honestly, it was like the mental strings. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> at least the mental strings, I knew it was coming. On these ones, I just... Working. Right. Um, let's see. Unpaid or underrated? Let's go with bourbon. I'm going to go with I want to say bourbon is unpaid Mm -hmm. that hurts me to say but too many people are whiskey drinkers and just get sucked into only drinking bourbon and they don't try any other whiskeys. So technically, you know, they 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 only drink the the American bourbon whiskey. They don't try scotch. They don't try Canadian whiskeys. They don't try Irish whiskeys. They don't try regular, you know, non-bourbon whiskeys. And so uh, so yeah, I'm going to say bourbon is as much as it kills me to say it, I must say bourbon is unpaid. Yep. All right. I, lo- yeah, I there's, love there's, me. There's, there's, yep. There's so many other whiskeys out there that can match any flavor that you can get from bourbons um, from other countries with other, other ingredients, other, um, yeah, other, other aging processes and barrel aging and all that kind of stuff that you can, you can get the smokiness and the bite from a bourbon uh, from, from another, type of whiskey uh, Mm -hmm. and and so yeah so if you but if you only ever say you know i only drink bourbon well you're you know you're missing out on uh on other opportunities in life to find something you like even better so i i do love a good bourbon but i think you're right there's definitely other experiences and flavors to be had yep so this brings up i think my last one all right Unpaid or underrated, faking food allergies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, faking anaphylactic shock. Uh, you know, uh, having to go to the emergency room uh, with food lodged in your throat, uh, all for a gag. Unintended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. Like to so, be fair, you're kind of making me look like a bad guy here. No, your your I'm, wife. I'm sure that's set us up. Yeah, that's 100 from my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah she. Um, so, are his allergies real? Well, I say no. Yes. Since being with him, he now yes. eats almost everything he said he didn't when yes. we first met. Don't. Yes. So, I felt thrown under the bus on that one, but no, that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. So what? What she? What she failed to mention was the uh, was the eight years of allergy shots. Uh, I've taken since since we've <laughs> since we've uh, been together. Nice. Um, 
and how those allergy shots have uh, actually uh, have actually worked. Uh, when I when I first got tested for for food allergies, um, I was a senior in high school going off to college, and I was sitting in high school senior year first at year lunch senior? table. First, first senior. Well, only senior. I, high I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know you landed four years <laughs> high school. It was just, uh, it was too, it was too good to yeah. pass up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was college that I really phoned it. But know, anyways, um, so senior high school, I'm sitting there, and it was uh, the 3C day. You know, uh, chili, cinnamon rolls, and carrots. Um, and I'm eating the chili <laughs> like I normally do, and all of a sudden, like my lip starts tingling and feeling kind of puffy and then my tongue starts tingling and feeling kind of puffy and then it's kind of starting to get hard to breathe yeah. it's like i can't swallow and like it's hard to swallow saliva and like getting really tight and all that and i didn't know what the heck was going on it's like i got up went to the bathroom was like drinking water and just stopped eating or whatever and uh and one of my mom's friends she was actually a nurse at a a, a allergen uh doctor's clinic and when she heard that she said well you got to get trauma up there tested right away because that's that's like he could die at a restaurant you know um and so i went up there that summer i think my senior year got tested and they did the uh the back uh skin poke test mm-hmm. yep on everything and so i got tested for like 90 some things or whatever um on the skin poke, they had the the big react. I mean, I tested positive for all kinds of, you know, uh, environmental allergens and all that kind of stuff. But the food ones was beans and fish, and so the bean one they said on a scale of one to ten uh, was an eight. Uh, the fish allergy, we don't know because it was three times the size of the bean. Um. So I, I had a dinner plate size welt on my back from a single pin poke uh, with fish uh, on it. When they uh, they did the subdural test on my forearm, and they they gave a bean uh, serum, uh, so it'd be it'd be what I would get if I was going to get the allergy shot. They wanted to see how it reacted. Um, the bean. As soon as they put it in, they were going to give me nine shots in my forearm. I got to the first three done. As soon as they put the bean one in, my forearm swelled up to the size of uh, Popeye. I couldn't feel my fingers anymore. Mm-hmm. And they had to give me a shot of epinephrine in the office. Um, and so I had literally the fish allergy. I could be at a restaurant. And if somebody ordered fish at the table next to me, the smell of the fish would actually cause me to have anaphylactic reactions. So my throat would start closing up. I'd have to get up and leave. Um, and so, you know, which is great when you come home from your sophomore year of high school and your mom orders fish at the table because mm-hmm. she forgot that you're allergic. Um, but uh, <laughs> then, uh, so yeah, for about, I'd say 15 years, I, I didn't have a single bean. I didn't have any fish, uh, but I started doing allergy shots and, did that on and off, uh, like five years at a time, uh, two stents of that. Um, and then the last time I went in for testing, I had no reaction to beans, no reaction to fish. Mm. So, so then of course my wife who, uh, always oh, said wow. that the, uh, 
the uh, the allergic reactions was was just me, uh, you know, it's having so some psychosomatic episodes or something. <laughs> um, she's like, "Well, now now you can eat it." Yeah, well, you could have done that all along. So, you know, you didn't you didn't need to be doing shots for the last five years to. You know what she's uh, doing but, to you. You know what she's doing to you. She made copies of your car keys and is hiding your car up over the parking lot. <laughs> She's gaslighting. She's you gaslighting time. you like mm-hmm. you gaslight that person when yep. you put that to their car. Yep, and you can't say you didn't earn it. I <laughs> I, I deserve it one hundred percent. I deserve it one hundred percent. Well, the good thing, but, now, yeah. The the good thing now is in uh, in July, you and uh, one one of the big Davids, uh, UK big David, you guys can have beans and toast together now. Whereas there we oh, go. a few years ago, you wouldn't have been able to. Yep. Nope. And, and I will say, um, a couple summers ago, we went to Ireland, uh, beans for breakfast, highly underrated guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Um, it's magical. Yep. It, it, it really is. Like you get, you get beans and toast and eggs and sausage and bacon. And like, it's, it's, it's the missing ingredient that you never knew wasn't there for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, blew me away there was a time i would go to a a scottish restaurant they don't do it anymore because now they're all mainstream but there's a couple scottish restaurants in my area and you do their scotch breakfast and you would get your beans you would get your fried tomato you would get your haggis a square sausage couple eggs and some toast and like you're like yeah this is the best like like no wonder these were the greatest warriors (laughs) this is their breakfast (laughs) Yes. Uh, the good news is, I think you passed unpaid and underrated. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and then just before we jump into the next thing, mm-hmm. I have one thing I want to call back to. Yep. There yes. are definitely classics with the spin wheel in the Massonomics gym, but there are also at least two iPod touches. Oh, nice. You missed oh, the Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Because nice. I said. I said, like, I remember the picture and I messaged Tanner and I was like, I think Tron just called me out. I want to see how well I remember stuff. So we got it. We got it. Like, we were both right. There was definitely right. one of each. Right. Okay. Uh, I just want to bring up something. I want to bring up yep. my friends at Obsidian Ammonia. Uh, based out of Ontario, Canada, Obsidian Ammonia has become one of the leading names in smelling salts for the lifting community, combining extra strong salts, a passion for the sport, and a silly goose marketing plan, Big Travis has become an important part of PRs in gyms across the world. From basic salts that will help a PR to the strongest thing to ever slice your face apart, these salts combine science with violence to assist you with your next max attempt. So check out Obsidian Ammonia at hypedust.com and even use code UNPAID on any order and save 15% off eligible product. Uh, I just wanted to throw that in there. He does have a silly goose campaign. Uh, have you guys ever seen when he shares the Amazon reviews? That's one of my favorite things, and I wish he would keep doing it. It's just like people threatening to sue him because it hurts his nose. It's just the silliest shit. Um, so let me uh, let's want to hit us with the last uh, ad yeah, read there. Yeah, I just here I here I made the mistake of downsizing the window, and all right. So, our good friends over at Plate Snacks, where you can go ahead and use code UNPAID to save 10% at Plate Snacks. So, at Plate Snacks, their mission is to transform gyms into vibrant, personalized space spaces with custom vinyl weight, place, 
weight plate decals. They are a dedicated they are dedicated to helping home gym owners and fitness enthusiasts express their ex- express their unique style and brand through high quality, durable, and visually striking decals for weights and waist stacks. Their goal is to inspire motivation and pride in fitness environments, making each workout not just a routine, but a fun and exciting experience. Go ahead and use code UNPAID to save 10% at Plate Snacks, please. And that is one that uh, no one's taken advantage of yet. I think I will give it another few weeks. If no one uses that code, I think I'm going to drop it from our affiliate read just to save time because, you know, not getting any traction on it. There's no point of us wasting a minute every episode and just bugging you guys with it. But uh, the Barbell Rescue, uh, I actually got a payout there the other day. It kind of it, it was enough to basically offset some of my sticker investments over the last year. So that was kind of nice to be like, oh, payment. I'm I'm fl- I'm only down a little bit of money now from this podcast. So we're good. <laughs> we're almost broken even for our out of pocket investments. I, no, Joe I bought just, a, just, yeah, I bought a whole new computer. So yeah, you well, got a whole fucking. Yeah, thing, but, but you can use that. You've used. You've, I'm sure you use that computer for at least one other thing during the week or you know. porn. I guess no, like, just in like, general, do you use it to like <laughs> no do you almost you know? never. Okay. I, so. I log into this once a week, which is for that's, this. But, I'm on my but that's on me. Yeah, yeah, that's on me. That's not on on but you also have a, a family computer that like your kid could start using in a few years. It's yeah. like, well, I mean as soon as they have to I don't know, I guess. But ultimately I, I'd like to describe that like plate snacks does the plate covers, but they do like everything else. They'll do custom banners, mm-hmm. they'll do custom like um if you have one of those like things in in the gym that is um fuck what do you call those the the, the stacks oh yeah, yeah. in the machine yeah the the, the they'll the do plate, those the, the plate stack on your if you have a plate loaded lat pull down or any kind of uh standalone machine that has a that has a plate stack on it yeah you can you can give them the exact measurements of it and they'll literally put like the coolest shit on it like i've seen yep. all kinds of like skulls and flames and like your own personal logo like you can do all kinds of stuff like that so it's deep it's a really cool like one man show little small company i just uh want to have some crew start taking advantage of it or you know it, we're not going to see a return on it there's no point of wasting everyone's time but i i literally you know buy stickers from him like once a quarter uh, and and, and for, just stickers he does yeah. custom stickers does custom yeah. banners does custom plate bumpers plate like yeah we'll, we'll talk more about what they do like maybe we'll dedicate a little more time than just like that kind of thing because yeah. i think that most of us are doing that stuff anyway Right, like you were literally, you have an unpaid and underrated banner. Yep, that is I was, I was our got, thing. I should have got one through him, but I need. I, I basically I just added it to my Amazon wish list because I could get one on Amazon for like twenty bucks. But I probably could have got one from him for thirty bucks, a better mm-hmm. quality. But I, you know, it was more of a. But yeah, anyone that has a home gym that wants to do a random custom banner, a lot of the stuff might not even be on his website. You have to just DM him personally about it. But like I, I will email him about my sticker, like. Basically, every, like I said, every few months, I'll just email them about the stickers. Like, I'll just go to the same thread, the same email chain that I've had for the last year and a half from, like, all the stickers I've bought from him. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check out Plate Snacks. Um, All right. So now, next segment. Yeah, Big Tron. Take it away, buddy. The floor is yours. What do you got for us? Well, uh, I'm going to start off with uh, some unpaid and underrated for you guys. So, I've got some curated special paid underrated topics for each one of you. Nice. Um, Joey, I'm, I'm going to start with you first. Okay. Because uh, I, I know you're a big Apple guy. Mm. So so I got some Apple-specific questions for you for unpaid underrated. So unpaid or underrated, honey crisp apples. 
Unpaid. They're actually not my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I, I, Too I sweet. Yeah, I prefer. I actually prefer Gala. Gala is my favorite apple. It's nice and soft. That was going to be the next one, but okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Well, there you go. I jumped ahead. Uh, yeah. Just definitely the Honeycrisp are not even even on my radar most of the times. Okay. Also, good misdirect with the apple thing. Yeah, yeah, you like that? I literally, I literally <laughs> caught it. Like, if 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 you didn't catch it, I could I could see his face, and I think he made a slight audible groan because he just doesn't like talking about work stuff. But I was just like, oh, this is gonna be funny. And then he fucking threw out the the apple, the fruit, or That's good stuff. the joy, maybe an apple to berry. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yep, yep. Well, if you like that, there's plenty more where that came from. So, uh, next one, uh, Granny Smith. Granny nah, Smith apples. Nah, too tart. Way too tart to eat separately. Now, if you're going to eat those with some caramel or a little cinnamon covering, but like I, when I eat an apple, I don't want to prepare for it. I want to just take it right. and walk away. Uh, so if the fact that Granny Smith needs a little uh, help, we would put it in the unpaid. Sure. They're, they're baking apples. There's a baking apple. Uh, yep. Uh, next one will go the old tried and true red delicious. Red, I mean, apples. it's the easiest accessible up here in Ontario. They're grown everywhere. Definitely kind of underrated because I think a lot of people are going to look at them and go, oh, great. Yeah, free red delicious. But like sorry, those are free apples with delicious mm-hmm. fiber and vitamins that like doesn't taste like a butt. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go with uh, unpaid on that one. Mm-hmm. No, wait, underrated. Sorry, underrated. Yeah, underrated. All right. Well, uh, let's see. I was going to say, I know. Well, you said Gala is your favorite. So we know that's uh, unpaid. So what about Braeburn apples? Never heard of that one. Yep. Can't say I've had Braeburn. one. Can't say I've had, had one. one. Okay. They're similar to Gallup. How about Pink Lady? Have you had any Pink Lady apples? I have, and I can't say I remember much by them. I keep trying to convince yeah. my wife to buy them, but they're always kind of the most expensive. They are very expensive. I I, I don't remember the last time I ever had it. Yeah, I, I don't have a, a genuine answer for you on that one. Um, so maybe just based on price alone, they've got to be... Unpaid, because I'm not paying that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going to jump to Keith now on the uh, that that uh, good news, Joey. You, you passed. No, that, uh, you didn't, you didn't even ask me about Fuji or Fiji. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, if, if if you want, if you want, yeah. unpaid or underrated uh, Fuji or Fiji, Fiji. Fiji? Yeah, definitely. Those yeah. are the unpaid ones. They're they're no the underrated yeah. ones. Those are the best ones. Uh, those are those are delicious, delicious apples. Consistently yeah. delicious. Great. And they're consistently reasonably priced. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're like the Honeycrisp and the Pink Ladies are always the most expensive because they're the sweetest. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, like the so like down here in the states, uh, Fiji and Braeburn and Gala is usually where you can you you can find them on sale. So, all right, um, on to Keith for unpaid, underrated, and. Uh, just uh, 
I'm going to spin into FMK after that, and the FMK will uh, somewhat involve some of the unpaid underrated questions. So it's going to deal there. But anyway, so Keith, uh, I know you like oranges, an orange. So similar themed. Uh, Let's go with unpaid or underrated naval oranges. Ooh, those are the those are the those are the good ones. So that's gonna be. I'm bad at this game. It's so weird. But on the other side of the table, it's like <laughs> which 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 my left and my right hand. I'm so confused. Yeah. So, yeah, those are unpaid. Those are the good ones. Those are oh, underrated. Yes, underrated. Yeah. Underrated. So it's not underrated. If it's not underrated, it's unpaid. Yes, but, correct. Yeah. yeah. No, that's. I don't really pay attention. I mean, when I buy, like, cause how many? Oh, how many? Are there multiple? When I think of oranges, I think of like. I don't know. I guess I'm. I thought you were. We're gonna, we're gonna get to those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just that's just like your standard typical. Because I'm now I'm like in my head. It's like I don't think I've ever paid attention to like the brand or style of an orange. I yeah. guess it's just like orange. Orange juice yeah. just has like different flavor or different companies. Yeah. But yeah, a, a stereotypical orange is money. But orange yeah. is. Oh, you know the worst thing is when you get that like. It's it's not necessarily that it's ripe or rotten, but it's like it's almost like a plasticky taste inside, and like the little parts yep. that should like be nice and crisp or have just like these little it's, it's almost pockets dried of out. water. Yeah, it's like almost like a pocket of yes. water, and it's like what the fuck is this little like gel capsule inside of my orange? It's so yeah. gross, and then it completely ruins it. But a, a, and you got to yep. think like let's see if 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 you eat ten oranges, like three of them might be like great, and the rest are kind of shitty. So like in that aspect, yep. oranges in general kind of are on the ride the line. But uh, you know, I will as a, as a man of my culture, and you know, I have to always lean into the oranges. So yeah, hundred percent. All right, underrated. All right, naval oranges underrated. All right, uh, mandarin oranges. Oh, the little guys. Yeah. So, for oh. clarification, Mandarin and Clementine, same thing or not? No, nope. um, I don't. They're, I, they're I, technically I, technically not. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna say that they're. I don't know. Jump ahead. I mean, they're similar enough. That yeah, they, I'm gonna. We're gonna lump them together. I don't know. It, it wasn't. Was that one of your next ones? Or no, no. Okay, Clement, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Clementines the... and Mandarin oranges are both yep. unpaid. They can't. Yeah, like. Obviously, red in the line, like they can be good, same as oranges, but like for the most part, like I have, I have, I have better luck with an orange being more consistent than I do the clementine or the 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 tangerine or whatever. But they're more. I'd I'd like them to be better because they're easier to pack, they're easier to eat for lunch. But same thing, it's like you 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 pay eleven dollars for this pack of oranges or clementines or whatever. And you get like three good ones and like you have to time it right. And it's like, I'm trying to feel, like feel them like, is this good? Like, I don't know. And then it's like a week later, they're fucking moldy. And I'm like, oh, cool. Great. I'll just throw those away now. I literally threw away like, a, like seven out of like 12 oranges. Yeah. Or the Mandarin or, or yeah. Little fuckers. <laughs> All right. All right. On pig. You need to eat my fruit faster, I guess. Next one. Uh, blood oranges. Is that actually Unpaid, a, underrated? Is that actually a fruit or is it just a flavor? Is that no, a, it's a no, it's a fruit. It, it's, it's a fruit. I don't think I've it's had one, but you don't you don't you don't often see them in the yeah. grocery stores very very often. Is it like grapefruit adjacent? Because like I I just I'm basing that off of like the time that I've had stuff that's like a blood orange drink. It's like yeah. a, it's like a super bitter orange, not like a sweet orange. Is that what I would expect yeah. from eating a blood orange orange? Um, I think it's a little more tart, but yeah, I'm not it's, a tart it's definitely sweeter. It's better, definitely sweeter than a grapefruit. 
Okay. I've I've only had them maybe one or two times. Sort yeah. Of actual. I'm gonna keep an eye out. I don't, think I don't think I've ever seen them. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if that's a common thing to find. I'm 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 sure you could find them at like you know specialty granola stores or or you know Whole Foods or something like that. I think we have to have an entire video now of Keith trying different oranges. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah that'll absolutely. be. We'll have a a minute and a half video of Keith yes. trying them and going what what what. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is this again? Uh, yeah. So I guess <laughs> he's still never... wearing those fucking glasses. They're. Dude, I'm my, telling every, you. Every time I take them off, <laughs> it like wakes me up and makes me pissed <laughs> off. So no, like my plan is to keep these on for another. See, this 40 is, minutes or less the, and go to bed. These 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 are going to mellow Keith out. It's um, going to make him a whole new person because he's just going to always be able so to see right orange. Yeah. And he's going to be like, he's just going to be a more positive person, a more relaxed person because everything's going to be the color it should be for him. Everything yeah. is fine. And so it is fine. everything is fine. My living room used to be orange. It used uh, to be a lot happier and calm in my house until I had to paint it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last two for unpaid, overrated, uh, underrated. Um, let's go with high pulp orange juice. The pulp, I'm high pulp. Yeah, so hundred percent, the, the most pulp you can yeah, get in, no, the, in, the, in the orange juice. So that's going to be hundred percent un oh unpaid. I don't okay. I like medium pulp to like low pulp. <laughs> I don't like n- no pulp is gross and weird and tastes like a fucking like fake juice. sunny D. That's disgusting. That was going to be the next one. So, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> so, so that one's yeah, 100%. It was going to be high pulp disgusting. or no pulp. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, so, so, so there's, if I had to pick between the two, I'd go high pulp yeah. versus no pulp okay. in a, in a magic world. Just because no pulp is, I don't know. Like, like we have some mid, no pulp. Like your mid yeah, pulp. I want, mid pulp kind of guy. I, want, I want exactly 50% pulp. Even medium. It's a medium pulp. <laughs> a, regular, a regular pulp. A medium yep. pulp. All right. Good good news, Keith. You, you passed on paid underrated. Hey, I need to. Good and news, I got a banner news. to prove it. Yep. All right. I'm going to go with um, back to Joey FMK. All right. Stick, sticking with the uh, the Apple theme. We're going to go with FMK, Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, Tim Cook. Mm. I mean, in reality, I don't care about any of them. Um, (laughs) Who's uh, worth the most money that you could keep, I guess? So probably Steve Jobs. Right, like mm-hmm. I think we'd marry Steve Jobs because you he's know, kind of an asshole, though. Yeah, but he also made sure things made sense. Right mm-hmm. it, when you look at kind of after his death, the products started doing things, just things that like didn't make perfect sense. Yep. Whereas he he kind of reined it in, and he was like, "No, we're not going to do things until they make sense." So things like widgets, like he didn't want to do those until they could do them the best. Wireless charging, um, you know, um, water resistance, full screen, that kind of stuff. He said no until we made sure we did it better than anyone. So you might have had your Android devices launching these things, but you were getting beta tests. You were getting a flagship device that was a beta test. 
Apple wasn't going to do that until he went away. Then you were getting your, well, we're going to do our pluses and our minis and our men and just like all that shit that I think, I think he would have reigned in if he were still here. Um, Tim Cook, what I know about the dude is he's trying good for him. Uh, <laughs> so kill, I guess. <laughs> and he's doing, he's doing what he can. He got handed this billion. He's, he's the guy that he's, yeah, he's the guy that followed the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like, want to be that guy. You don't yeah. want to be that guy. Yeah. And it's unfortunate for him because not like he's doing anything bad, <laughs> but like, yeah, you're the Michael Cole to his Jim Ross. Like you're not, you're not ever going to be that guy. You might be good at what you're doing, but you got you are standing in a big shadow. And I wish I could tell you fucking anything about Wozniak. Wish I could <laughs> anything about him off the he, top of my head at the moment. Uh, he he was uh, he was one of the founders of Apple with Steve Jobs, and he wrote a lot of the uh, initial code design and all that kind of stuff. Is he one but of the he, ones that he sold? Fired? Steve no, Jobs? I think he had sold. I think he had sold out. I I I don't know. I know Oop. he. Um, he went on to buy a bunch of stuff up in Seattle, and uh, yeah, the name's familiar, but I wish I could say yeah. anything. But yeah, about but I, the guy. I, I, I think he cashed out of Apple uh, at some point, but he he was one of the founders of Apple, okay. and he was he was credited with a lot of the like the hard technical um, development of. I know there was a. I know there there was a point they fired like Steve that. Jobs. Yep, like they kicked and him I, out, I, and then he got back in. And yep. I wonder if Wozniak was one of those guys. And I and I I I don't know. Yeah, you you think I would know, but I don't. So we're gonna go marry Steve Jobs. But again, like, and I've also I've stood on a state at the same stage that he's been on. Like I've mm-hmm. been to that place where they announced like the iPhone five C and like some of their mm-hmm. their bigger things. Like I've stood on that stage and shared that space where he was before he died. Uh, we're gonna go and um, kill Wozniak, I think. And I sure. guess that means fuck the other guy, uh, Tim Cook. Tim yeah. Cook. He he's doing okay stuff. So a lot, like a lot of the emotional like branding. And we could go on for fucking hours how I feel about that kind of stuff because you know, I'm very akin and aware to what that is. It is effective, though. So if yeah. I could say, like, Tim Cook is responsible for one thing, it is that effective, not effective, the effective yep. marketing coming out of out of Apple is probably coming from guys like him. All right. Good, good, good. I don't know. Do you, do you win FMK or? I, I did I FMK. It, it, it depends on you who did, you, you, did, F, you I completed. I did it. Completed. Yes, you did it. Like a Sudoku, I got right. through. He didn't edge it. He completed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, See, I, I'm on you, fuckers. I got a sense of humor, you bastards. You're still here in those All fucking right. glasses. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. I'm, I'm telling just, you, we're, 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 I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the long haul. We're gonna we're, yeah. we're gonna PR. Yeah, I think we started we're going at one a.m. Well, that's the thing. Do you have a, <laughs> do you have a running clock of like when you hit record? Because I know we have to just kind of guess. Because like we probably didn't hit record till eight forty. 
So I think we got to yeah. go at least I was eleven. Say, I was, I was we got to go a few minutes. Get yeah, we got to go at least. Late, we got at least got to eleven forty one. So like I think eleven forty five could be a goal. If well, we have that much more to talk. Just because I think it'd be cool to go another fifteen minutes and hit a hit a little hit a little PR. Knock off. <laughs> Who the fuck was our three hour? Huh? We had the one three hour episode. Jen, did you have the three hour episode? I can't remember who are you're gonna, you're gonna waste more time talking about who yeah, had yeah. the largest well, three episode, right. <laughs> hour episode I know. just to get there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's let's go to uh Keith FMK orange the color, orange the flavor, and orange the scent. Ooh. Okay. Or orange the glasses. I I'm, so, I'm so mad that's that you still have those. What was, the, what, was the, what it was? It was so, yeah, so I, I got what were the three so, again? So orange, the color. All right, color, orange, the scent. Color, scent, and flavor. orange, the taste and flavor. Right, color, scent. So like wh- whichever one you kill ceases to exist. Oh man, you fucking suck. They're all yeah. Amazing. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, like it's oh. gone forever. Gone from the universe. The so, gone like because so orange like the orange the scent like the artificial scent of orange because like because we have like mm-hmm. orange spray versus like the smell of like a cut right. orange i guess would be different mm-hmm. well, i think i'd have to kill the scent even though it's like it's still like top tier so like all, mm-hmm. I, I put all three of these at like a nine to a 10 on the glaze scale. <laughs> so it's a matter of like, which one, which one's like a nine, a 9.0 versus which one's like a 9.2, which one's versus it's like, it's, yes, the glaze scale only does increments of one, but the Keith scale does increments of fucking 0.5. So like, Ooh, but I think the scent, I would say the scent is like a 9.0. Okay. That's, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to rank it a, a 9.0, a 9.5 and a 10 to like <laughs> did decipher the three of them. Cause that's how my brain has to work. So, <laughs> So for for that instance, so kill will be the scent at a nine point on the glaze scale. That leaves me with visual and and taste, right? See, uh, the the yep. the color and the taste, or the color and the yep, color and the taste. And does the taste incorporate all like artificial orange, real orange? Yep, all okay. orange flavor taste oh, in all capacity. Yeah, orange juice. Because every nothing, type well, of nothing, oranges. nothing beats an orange. Like literally, like I've said it before. Like or, an orange popsicle, <laughs> like a generic mm-hmm. or, orange popsicle, is literally like all I could would eat if I had like if I could just like pick. Yeah, out you orange. you have somehow had a disease now that makes orange your brain not beans. register <laughs> apple or yeah. not register orange flavor. Oh no! So I guess I'd have to. So the color, I guess I'd have to fuck, and then what? The taste, I'd have to marry. Oh. No, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah, oh, no. You'll man. never, you'll never see orange again. But I can't not. You, see you it. Used to be able to even see it. The yep. color will. I know. Never be there ever and then again I, if you. You marry it. the one that took you on the most dates. And I like the fuck. <laughs> I love eating orange fucking popsicles. I didn't marry the thing I like eating the most either. She's gonna hear that. (laughs) That's not what I meant. I don't talk about about other people's wives, so I'm gonna let that go. Wives are off limits in every aspect of the movie. I know. I regret saying that immediately. I was like, "This will be funny." (laughs) I was like, "Fuck!" I have to explain that. Fuck, man. I hate you. This is so tough. I guess I know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna because the color still exists for other people, just not me. So basically, oh, yep. 
well, let's see. If it, like, if it, does it make oh. me? Yeah, because like, because I if, if you I, kill it, people oh, can still good. see orange. If yeah, other if, people if, can still see okay. orange. If but, you kill it, you just have a disease now that means you can't see it. Yeah, you but, can't but see it ever again, or taste it. I rather not be able. I rather not be able to see it than not be able to taste it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh. so help me out. So I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck seeing gonna it and Mary eating it. it. Yeah. Mary tasting it. Yeah, because okay. I couldn't. I'm it surprised. A, I couldn't. I, yeah. I just I really like eating fucking like orange artificial <laughs> orange flavored stuff. Like like orange jelly beans are my fucking yeah. like my meat. Uh, like I can't have a I can't go to a part of the meat without orange jelly beans. I might actually have if I got the strongman show Saturday, I'm probably gonna have to go buy some orange jelly bean. Well, basically it's hard to you basically have to buy a fucking hundred jelly beans and I'll literally OCD yep. pick out the 30 orange ones and throw the rest away. Like I've done that for the last 10 years of my life. Uh yeah. just to get a handful of orange jelly beans. So yeah, I'm content with that answer. But it's like I'm but the All scale right. is literally like a nine to a ten. Like <laughs> it's not like oh one's a fucking six and one's a eight and one's a ten. No, they're they're all three right there. So ultimately, he's going to fuck some orange socks. Yeah. <laughs> and then eat, eat the glaze, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> the orange glaze. <laughs> why did yeah, you, the why orange do you, glaze. you took it farther than me, and I appreciate that. Uh, it's because my my every, like my humor is like like teenage boy sex humor, like like porkies and fucking american mm-hmm. pie and like road trip like that's what i think is funny like i don't think pretending to be mentally handicapped is funny but i think sex comedies are fucking hysterical nobody brought that up i do because everyone picks <laughs> on my all the all the stuff that i don't like is like the stupid comedies so i don't know i just i always have, feel that i have to defend that yeah Okay. But that was fun. That, well, was, a, that was a but, challenge. That was but, the hardest question I think I've ever been asked on this episode. Th- th- that, that actually went even even better than I thought. Yeah, like, I, that was I, definitely I was thinking about swapping that out for something else or something. And then <laughs> I was like, no, let's let's just roll with it because I I knew it would be hard between uh, orange the color and orange the flavor. And scent is. I didn't good know too, how like... hard how hard it was going to be for you. Yeah. So that was like... even better than I. And I really like the scent. Like if it, if you put scent up against like ninety seven percent of other things in the world, I'd probably take the orange, the smell of orange, because like we have like mm-hmm. an, I have like an orange spray that I will spray in the basement sometimes, and it's just like oh, that makes it, it's like peaceful. So and, I don't know. That was, and that was it, well done. And it ended with I'm gonna fuck a sock and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just the glaze. Just the glaze. He said he's just gonna eat the glaze. That's uh, the, just the glaze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as long as he's got the orange glasses on, it's the orange glaze that he's eating, so it doesn't matter. All the glaze is orange. All the glaze is orange, as long as the glasses are on. I really do. I keep taking these off, and it's just like, it's a different world. I swear to God, if you wear them every podcast, I am going to start mocking you relentlessly. I think once I put them on, I had to wear them until I go. Basically, I'm going to wear these until I get into bed, and then look, well, I'm going to wear them 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 to bed. Be like Steve. Just wear your equipment to bed. Well, because with you, you, you have pretty much all the lights off and just like a little accent light, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And whereas Actually, I, no, I literally you brought have that up. Like um, my bedroom light on and it's like disgusting. So like, I I no longer have a candle in the bedroom. Um, I don't know if you can no. see that. No. So I bought a white noise machine that has a sunrise um, alarm clock because oh. I don't want oh, a, nice. I don't want a phone in my room anymore because uh, yep. I was using my yeah. phone for my alarm clock. Uh, and for my white noise. So now this thing is going to take over everything. And I made it red because of unpaid and underrated. And it has like 13 nice. colors. So I dig it. 
Yeah, actually, I'm glad you pointed that out. I, I'm trying to like show you guys the redness, but Just turn off the blur. We should take like oh fuck that. Yeah, that would take a lot of work. <laughs> then you'd see my whole room, and I don't want you to see yeah. how I live. So, so standalone <laughs> noise machines are the tits, though. Like I've had a standalone noise machine for yep. years. Uh, I yeah, take one with me on the yep. road, and I can use my phone in a pinch, but it's like a different. It's, you know, it's a, it's an app that I can't recreate the exact sound that I've slept to for the last fifteen yep. years. So it's like it's hard to, like you know, find something that's exactly what you want to listen to. Yeah, I want to so get. Are you guys for uh, for for sound machines? Are you guys brown noise fans? White noise? Like, do you differentiate between the different? So uh, I, I like my white noise. Uh, this mm-hmm. has a pink noise option, which what mm-hmm. the fuck? I've never heard that in my life. Yep. Um, I, I don't mind the brown noise, um, but ultimately I think white noise is where I kind of, it's fans, just the fans. Mm-hmm. Now this thing also has a heartbeat simulator and yeah. that shit does it for me because okay. that's just comforting, like cuddling, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm gonna play with this thing a little more. I can't get the alarm function to work properly, but that's because somebody <laughs> threw out my instructions uh, <laughs> while I was at work. Um, so I still, right now, have a phone in my room strictly to wake me up on time. But yeah, I'm I'm a white noise, brown noise person. I've He's- never heard the term of brown noise. I just I'll. Like I know, so, I know so, my sound machine yeah. makes like just the static, like white noise sound. I listened to that for years. Yeah. And I think I probably about, I don't know, seven years ago, I switched over to, it's like a consistent river. So there's no really ebbs and flows. It's just like running water. Um, Cause I think mine has like, it, it has the white noise, which is, I think it's technically waterfall, but it's just like, it's more of that like exact static. And then the river it's kind of static but a little bit of uh interim you know up up and down but very minimal aren't those just nature noises yeah so yeah i don't have anything i guess that's like white red i'm just corresponding with yeah mine and then it has like you know ocean and thunderstorm and shit and i can't i can't can't sleep either of those you've got basic sleep noises yeah so i don't know what the fuck you're talking about with the uh yeah so i think like that yellow i don't that's a new one to me so the, so the different colors and noises differentiate like the the frequency or the okay. the the tone or the pitch or whatever so like brown noise is lower mm. uh tends to be lower deeper and maybe maybe uh slower you like, know like uh, a whatever, truck engine whatever tempo or yeah okay. like a truck engine yeah. or like a like a really big like fan yeah, uh, something like that so then like white noise is more like the tv static you know the higher mm. pitched um, whatever and so like i always thought and like i think pink noise is somewhere in between there so like the pink noise is you know not quite as deep and low as as, as the brown noise but uh um uh, but yeah I, I i've always found that i i like the the lower rumbling noises i i like the uh the brown noise features or if it's if it's a uh nature scape mm-hmm. you gotta have like a like a deep ocean wave you know something that's loud and low fire crackling like yeah yeah so this like, one this one has um, a fire crackling and if i'm gonna go and yes. like the realistic noises yes. it's gonna be the fire yep. crackling for me the the yep. one app that i've used like if like the couple times i've like forgot my noisemaker or something it's kind of cool like it sucks because like the paid version is limited but like you can still you can create your own so you can add like three or four different i mean it's, it's like okay, so go, it's more naturescape than anything else it doesn't mm-hmm. like specify fucking pink red yellow whatever the fuck uh but yeah. 
it's cool because you can like but if there's you know, an orange noise you're yeah. gonna be looking it up tomorrow <laughs> yeah but you you, you can breathing it in <laughs> you you can intermingle multiple different soundscapes as well as change the the volume of each one individually so you can create fine tune and can create your exact own like like sleep uh music you know what sure. i think i think i challenge you now keith to investigate the 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 white yeah, brown that, that pink yeah there's That's white yeah. brown pink um there's another there's another one too i'm sure there's an app for that yeah well it's actually just yeah. what do you use spotify or uh, apple music yeah spotify just go oh. spotify and just have like white noise brown noise like okay. find them because they're all on there roger um but you, know, you gotta get another five or ten minutes in you Oh yeah, I got that, I got a couple of Tanner. We'll call it. I was gonna say I got a couple of Tanner high school stories I haven't shared yet. So yeah. uh, I don't want Tanner getting off scot free without. without no, anything. we got to drag his uh, ass through the mud a little bit. Yeah, he's been sitting a little unfortunately too high and mighty on that 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 riding <laughs> too many ass horses he's got over there. Yeah, I was gonna say unfortunately I don't really have any uh, embarrassing stories of Tanner. I even uh, make them texted up, my man. little brother. Um who was a few years younger than Tanner um, and asked him like, Hey, you got like any funny stories or embarrassing stories about Tanner when you guys were in high school? And, and he was saying was uh, no, nothing really comes to mind uh, that I can think of that, that would be funny or embarrassing. So uh, I got one for you. Before got, you die. I got, let me refresh, yep. I'll cut you off rudely as I, as I do nope. sometimes. Um, so outside of seeing Tanner at the wedding um, and, 2000 call it 16 had mm-hmm. you seen him before crew falls uh last month nope Not so that's kind of cool that's pretty yep. neat and you yeah. probably had been in, you probably had been in aberdeen a handful of times for family stuff and other yeah things. and you just always yeah. always pretty briefly yeah. um and so so yeah but uh but yeah no hadn't uh had not run into him personally so I, still, I got you still, you still haven't been to the gym so you're the so when you yep and, and, I, I, I got a I got it. I got to do that. I, I do have a family Christmas coming up here, um, a couple weekends from now. So I might. Yeah, I don't know. It all depends on what the. And are we gonna? Did we get a commitment from you for the are. lift hard? Because I know when I saw you crew falls, you I'm, were gonna, you were going to get back. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Yeah, I'm saying I'm ninety nine percent sure. I I I can be there. Nice. Um, I. I do have a, a conference that I have to go to that week, but it ends um, on Friday at noon, but it's in Colorado. Um, and so I, I think I can fly back to pier and then drive up. So I'd probably be getting, getting to Aberdeen Friday afternoon, evening um, at the latest, unless for some reason we decide not to go to that conference this year pretty sure i'm roped into it so uh but i but i'll, I'll get there it might not be might not be till saturday but i'll i'll worst be there for sure in worst case we're, um, we're literally gonna yeah, be at, worst, we're, we're gonna be at the odi ice saturday arena morning, bright we're gonna be at the odi we're gonna be at the odi ice arena sweating our balls off from yep. 8 a.m until fucking 5 p.m 6 p.m i'm sure so yep. that'll be a good time yep. you're literally even, even if you don't get there till like you know one in the afternoon or something god forbid something happens uh i don't think yep. I, I, I don't think you can live just a handful of hours away and you know miss out on it obviously yeah you can't get back from the work trip that's one thing but uh 
you know, yeah. anyone listening, if, if even if, if you live four hours from Aberdeen and you don't come out just to say hi on Saturday, like you're doing yourself a disservice if you're crew. So we talk about how how fun the Arnold is. And I was listening to Huck and, and, and Tanner talk about how incredibly fun the Arnold is. And I started thinking to myself, like, that's where I met the Norse fitness guys. That's where I met Chris Duffin. That's where I met, um, fuck, I think I met, um, Dan Bell. I hung out with him for a bit. Uh, Bobby Thompson, like all of these guys, that's the Arnold. I think if you give the lift hard, live easy a little longer, it's going to have the same feeling, but for guys like us, like for the unpaid and underrated mm-hmm. for these, yeah. like these guys that, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I've never won world's strongest man or anything, but like, you know, we are all like friends and influencers in our own little realm. I think that that's what you're going to get out of the lift hard, live easy this year and the next year. And there might be some big names. Huck Finn, probably is gonna show up right Mm -hmm. barefoot showed up and build fast showed up and i asked like where's chris and they were like we're working on it like he's coming like it's going to be one of those things that like the arnold is like where the big names go but i think the lift hard live easy is going to slowly based on what i can see imagine having 120 lifters i've never seen that so yeah, if you're in the area and you can make it, you should make it. The only thing that sucks is just like, yeah, basically imagine getting to Sioux Falls and then have to drive three hours because like, <laughs> like Sioux Falls was like so much easier to get to than Aberdeen. I'm, I've been trying oh, yes, to, yes. I've been in the app with my, because I have a, um, a gift card for one of the um, uh, airlines and I've been trying to book and I can't book. So I'm probably gonna have to walk in and book. And I don't, I'm probably, I'm going to Sioux Falls. And if I can't get a Kruber, I'm going to rent a car. And then I am a Kruber. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I I had just booked my, because basically my wife wanted to wait until the beginning of the year to start booking her flights. Because I have, I have to, I have to book my, uh, my home gym con ticket first. Cause like, that's a, that's like an $800 ticket that I got to go ahead and like get paid for and like be done with and be committed to. And then it's like, okay, now I can start thinking about lift hard, live easy. It's like, these are the days I'm, I never was going to give me hell, but like, I'm leaving Sunday. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to stay till Monday. I got to get back to work. I got to get back home. I'm, pl- I'm getting there Thursday that like, no matter what, I'm going to be there Thursday early. So like, as long as I still get my fun Thursday at uh pounders, if you know, but I think that there's only one flight out of uh crew falls to get back where I need to be. I think it's it. I think it's it. Fuck, what was it? 10 or something. So basically I just, I won't have to leave Aberdeen till seven. So like, it's not horrible. Like that means I can, I still like, there's one thing I get to bed by like two, get up at seven, fucking hit the road. That's doable. So we'll see. But I, I just, I don't, but the Chris who I'm coming out with, I don't think either of us really want to spend the extra few hundred dollars. It's going to cost to be gone from work that extra day. All right. Sure. I love you guys. I'm calling it though. Roger. <laughs> yeah. This is three hours. It's well, time to call it. I know you wanted to share some stories about Tanner, but like. Come to maybe come next time. And hear him in person. Yeah. But I, well, I, you'll, I, just, you'll just have to tune in. I do want to. Uh, yeah. Later. <laughs> last thing I'll say is I do want this podcast, like the podcast itself to run long enough to where we can actually interview people. And it's been like a couple of years. Like, I think that would be cool. 
to like if we actually mm-hmm. keep this fucking bitch running long enough to have new shit to talk about and then it's not necessarily just an interview it's just a what have you been doing the last year? Catch, catch me up. Like, that'll be cool. So, and I think we ask you two questions and it'll go an hour and a half. We're good to go, Trond. <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, let's start. Yep. Let's, let's bring this one in for a landing. Um, what, what, we're going to be able to get Big Matt on. Uh, was, was he scheduled to, was there, was that happening? I know, Trond, you, you were, you were the one. Well, co- I, 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 I that's, that's, week, that's, right? that's, that's, that's why we, uh, that's why we went so long and wait for sense. him to show up. That so makes sense. I, I was wondering why we were all sandbagging it. Try it. Yeah, trying to trying to make it last, but he's right. no show again, I guess. Well, I'll start the outro here. So obviously we're on Instagram at unpaid and underrated podcast. Go ahead and follow us over there. And uh if this is if you're a new follow and I don't follow you back and you are a crew, just DM me and we'll follow you back. Let us know. Uh the website, more importantly, Nate puts a ton of work on the a ton of work on the website. It is unpaidinternpodcast.com. Lots of good stuff over there. Uh, you know. Click click the link I put in the Instagram and uh, in Discord and go give that website some love. Uh, I'm Big Keith. You can find me at Keith Honeycutt seventy three. Go follow my Orange Gym, the No Wine Cellar, and Trond. Uh, I know you're not really big on Instagram. Do you even want people to find you just so they can follow you? Just so you're I mean, there. If, so someday if, you if might. If you be- want to, I I might not respond for a couple months. Uh, <laughs> until I, you know, like check. But you uh, yeah, it's just I'm, yep. yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it's Tron Peterson on Instagram. Otherwise, you guys can find me on Discord. That's yeah, Nintendo Tron, and that's it. <laughs> I think he followed he followed back the podcast, and I'm pretty sure he didn't follow back my personal page. But I, I oh yeah, probably not. I got a kick out of that. I was like, ah, oh, he didn't. He wasn't paying attention that day. And then Big Joey, uh, nobody cares where Big Joey's at, so we're not gonna wait. Do it, is, I, is, like is, I said earlier, it, it fucking shocks me because like. <laughs> You posted all these people that are going to be on the podcast, and I was like, I don't well, know who any of them are, yeah. and it's that's my bad, I guess. Um, but yeah, follow me at Joey underscore M L E C Z K O. Um, I don't post anything interesting at all ever. Um, but yeah, I just want to say it was awesome, awesome meeting you, Tron, because like I know Keith had some time with you at Crew Falls. Like I said, joining the Discord was like. Like just you sat down at the table and you were immediately a part of the group. And I'm so happy we had this chat. Um, I know we didn't get to everything we wanted to cover, but that just means that we have a chance to get you back on. Yep. And you know, Absolutely. I, ain't, I ain't mad about that. I also don't want to go for more than three hours on a podcast. Good night, boys. We'll see you next Tuesday.